What the fuck is up? It's May 25th, 2019. I'm here with Caesar, Tracy, Jennifer, and myself. What up, everyone? Hey. Hey, what's up? So, Caesar and Jennifer are up here because uh, it's a three-day weekend, and they wanted to spend some time with us and share our space and just hang out and uh, expand our relationships uh, by learning more about each other and hanging out and having these different experiences. So I want to say thank you for coming up and spending time. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. We uh, had sushi. You guys took a nap. Yeah. Uh, we had some fun talking, stories. Walking and around. Yeah. And we wanted to uh, do this podcast um, because uh, I wanted to share this experience with you guys as well because it's a little bit different yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh jennifer <laughs> i'm just nodding <laughs> <laughs> i forget i need to talk <laughs> yeah uh jennifer uh you were you're telling us about this fight story <laughs> yeah it's on world star uh no kidding um yeah i think i don't know i think it counted as a fight you know someone put hands on me and i had to retaliate yeah right what yeah. other reason is there to fight besides that yeah, self Just defense. for the fucks of it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Tracy, have you been in a fight? You've, Never. You've kicked some boys in the nuts. Yeah. Well, that was different because I was defending myself, quote, quote. <laughs> See, a good it was, reason to start a it fight. Exactly, self defense. No, it really was, though. It was in elementary school because mm-hmm. all the boys, because I was like really, really tiny. I mean, I'm still tiny, but <laughs> I was like really tiny back then. And all these boys were like way taller than me already and they're like oh you're so cute and trying to like pick me up and touch me and all that shit i was not having it so that's when so i I just resorted to kicking boys in the balls wow how old were you uh this was between eight years old to 11 years old damn nice elementary school i blocked that shit out there was a girl i'm not gonna say her name Maybe I should. Her Say name it. is Bernita. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, and um, apparently we were best friends. I think I told you this story, yeah. George. We were best friends in elementary school, apparently. And I actually saw her again in high school, and I didn't even know it was her until she approached me, and she's like, oh, my gosh, Tracy, how are you? As if she knew me. I'm like, oh, hi. I'm like, who the f-? I was thinking, who the fuck is she? Why is she talking to me as she knows me? You know, she's like, I haven't seen you in forever, and this and that. I'm like, yeah. Like, Do you still live at 153? <laughs> Seriously. And so she was, like, going on and on. I was like, oh, yeah, how's everything, and this and that, like, as if, you know, try to catch up. And I was thinking in my head the whole time, who the fuck is she? I'm like, yeah, so uh, how's everything? Like, I didn't even know her name. I'm like, and then finally I told her straight up, I'm like, okay. I'm sorry, but I really don't remember you. What is your name? And she's like, oh, Bernita. I'm like, Bernita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, can you give me contacts or something? She's like, we were best friends in fifth grade. Remember with Kelsey? She was a bitch, but, you know, we still hung out together. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I remember, like, we would always, like, hang out together, like, us two, because she was always a bitch and would, like, choose other friends over us or whatever. And she was telling me all this drama stuff, and I'm like, I know like i still didn't remember her until 
she was like telling me my lot, like her last name, how I even went over to her house and I met her mom and all this thing. And I was like, I don't remember. And so it made me, it clicked to me like how, wow, I really repressed a lot of memories from elementary school because that's how much I hated it. So back to the uh, nuts. Did you ever get in trouble for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I didn't yeah, because yeah, they won't, yeah. they won't tattle on me because they're like, oh, it's, you know, it's, I'm a boy. I'm tattling on a girl. Like that's kind of like, you know, like they're kind of doing like that macho thing, I guess, oh, yeah. to not tattle on girls, like not look girl weak me up. in front of like, yeah, in yeah. front of their other friends. So that's why I never got told on. Wow. But they were insulting me. Like they try to like fucking touch me and like carry me. It's like, get the fuck away. <laughs> I was just defending myself, you know? You were in karate, huh? Oh, yeah, and I also was in karate. I went up until green belt. So I started karate, like, when I was six or seven, Mm. all the way up until, like, 12, like, in middle school or something like that. And then I stopped. See, I wanted to do that, and my parents forced me to be in ballet. Hmm. Really? That was the opposite. That was, ballet was intense. Like, people who kept going... Props to them. Damn. It's hard. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like a lot of coordination and muscles, like intensity for yeah, sure. It's really, really Flexibli- flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Every time I think of ballet, I think of that picture of their messed up feet. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah. Is your feet you messed a lot up? Of, like broken. I have a messed up ankle, but not because of ballet, because of volleyball. Oh, really? Yeah, I played oh, volleyball wow. in high school. Oh. Yeah, cool. you're tall. You're yeah. like five nine, five ten. You have the advantage close, for sure. Close enough. Um, I don't know if I'm five eight or five nine. I haven't been measured in a while. Okay. I think oh. I shrunk. I'm five one, but then <laughs> sometimes I'm slightly under five one, and then <laughs> I'm five one again. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm between five seven and five eight. Mm-hmm. So, Caesar, I, Caesar, who's taller, you or Caesar? Same I, size. I'm like slightly taller. Slightly, him, slightly. yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I'm like 5'10". Whose hands are bigger? <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine's are. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> From far away. They're comparing hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he has yeah. hands. Okay. okay. He got the man hands. I remember the, my, one, of my, <laughs> one of my pickup lines with Tracy when we were in track. I was like, let me see your hand. And then oh, she put it on top of me. And I was like, I need to marry you. Uh, I was like, oh my god, we ended up getting married. Joke's on me. (laughs) Did you know? Did you guys know? Like, fuck no, we didn't. Uh, In the beginning, did you know? Uh, no, no. no. You know how there's that cliche, like, oh, I knew the first time I met her. No, I mean, (laughs) I was, uh, I was in psychology class and she was sitting by herself and I was just I would just be like personable and talking to lots of people like I was talking to lots of people uh, like girls who would be like flirty but not like flirty flirty she's a fucking slut no I'm just kidding no but like the conversations with Tracy they would just like continue and then we would like walk each other to class and then like hang out and even in track when we would be like resting we just kind of be like sitting down and chilling out and then that's when we like have our little interactions Mm. nice Mm -hmm. I remember (laughs) funny thing how I was sitting by myself in psychology class it's a funny story well because you know how and remember they always have like um, desk in groups of yeah. four. Mm-hmm. So I was in a group of four and there's three other people like surrounding me in each table and I was like, okay, I'm in my group or whatever. I'm usually like totally opposite. I was like really, really reserved. Like I wouldn't want to talk to anyone. I was an introvert. Like I would talk if I connect with someone like one-on-one, 
But um, I went. I was reserved to other people because I thought a lot of people were stupid, which they were. <laughs> so I just kept to myself. Um, so one day, like one guy or someone, like like I don't remember. Like they left the class or something, and then eventually, like all three of the classmates left, and it ended up that I was there by myself in that group, <laughs> and I was like right in the middle of the room. I remember, and then the whole bunch of rows of desks on the left side were all facing towards me, and then on the right side they were also facing towards me yeah. because I was in the middle of the classroom, and I was the only group um, of tables, I guess, that was facing towards like the board mm. and so everyone was just facing towards me i was like by myself so it was like kind yeah, of weird awkward. <laughs> and, and then george and, and then yeah that's when he was like oh can i sit next to you i'm like okay sure <laughs> <laughs> what did you think what did you think george was thinking i knew he was trying to hit on me like Dang. he was like even before that like he was always weird and be like oh, i know i'm gonna marry you like stupid shit <laughs> like that and then like when we we're talking i remember sitting down on the track field and we were talking a little bit, and all of a sudden he's like, "Does this mean we're gonna get married?" <laughs> like that, he'll end it like something stupid like that. I'm like, "What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here!" I think, I think my my reasoning for doing that is just to kind of give you like that extra kind of thing. You're like, "What?" Just to like, the it's, shock like value. it's like a seed, it's like a sleep, it's like a seed I implant in your brain. Oh. oh my god! It he worked. would drop his pencil in front of you. And it just pick made it up slowly. Yes. <laughs> like Look those, back. I know, right? Like those awkward comments made me feel awkward in the beginning because I was like, I don't fucking know you, you know. <laughs> and you'd be saying, and it was going so well until he would say those comments. And I'm like, <sighs> were you was annoyed kinda, with him in the beginning? Was I what? Annoyed. By yeah. Him. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was. That's how I really felt. Like I thought. Because he was also the class clown in track, too, mind you. Like, he would always act, like, really obnoxious with people. <laughs> like, with people, too, of the mutual friends. And also, and I see him. Like, I catch him also and, like, be really flirty with other girls, too. So I thought he was, like, just like any other guy. Like, oh, he's just being dumb. You know? I didn't take him seriously in the beginning. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's how I took him. How, how, <laughs> how'd you guys meet? Jennifer and Caesar. Have you told him? He told one of his friends something else, so I don't know what you guys can, know. Uh, can we get your perspective? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never dated online before, okay. ever. Okay. So a friend of mine was like, um, she found her boyfriend on this app. She's like, oh, you should join it. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about online dating, you know? Um, and it was the first app I downloaded. He was the first one I matched with. Oh. And the only person I talked to on that app. Down. Like, first try. Hot shit. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Caesar's really. like, this is a diss story for me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we met officially our first date. Uh, I picked up Jennifer from her house. and then Which was a big no-no that I was like, mm. She wanted to Uber it there. I'm like, oh, because right, you didn't know him? I didn't know him. No, you know? I totally understand that. It's I, a safety I would feel thing. The same oh, yeah, way. I was sure. But I don't know what. I don't know. Like, he seemed... As stupid as it sounds, I don't know if you can vibe with people through text message. But yeah, like, you just never know. Uh, yeah, that's how it was like with George. I was like, yeah. yeah. You said you, you said you guys connect most with memes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Earlier, I asked you what type of content do you guys uh, consume, and you said you like Netflix. Caesar said he likes sports, and then you said that, uh, and then I asked you, do you guys consume like the same content, like the same shows and the same stuff? 
And you guys said, oh, well, we share, we send memes a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's cool. Wait, so what happened? So he didn't, like, you didn't pick her up? I did pick her up. At first I said oh. no. Oh, okay. So I'll meet you there. And I was like, you know what? I changed my mind. Oh. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought to myself, like, if we get to the place um, and it sucks, I could just Uber it back. <laughs> Whatever. Makes <Right>. Whatever. <laughs> so I picked her up. And then uh, we went to, like, downtown, like, downtown Long Beach mm-hmm. to, like, get a drink. And then uh, the parking was shitty, so we had to, like, circle. And then, like, you know, we just let's just, like, park right here. And then, so we're walking down, like, we parked the car, paid for the parking, whatever. And then we're, like, walking down the street. And I remember she had heels, so Jennifer Such was, like. Such a gentleman. She was, mm-hmm. Let him tell you. <laughs> she was taller than me. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you were helping me. He's like, do you need help? He, like, offered his arm and stuff. I was like, points. That was the first thing that came to your mind. Yeah. Points. Fuck, she was taller than me. <laughs> uh, it, I don't know. It didn't really bother me. <laughs> you are like, I was catfished. Uh, <laughs> wait, is this, is this for real? Like, is that really you? Nah. So <laughs> we, uh, we went to this, like, art gallery, art exhibition thing. It was just like a little like I don't know a room like probably the size of your kitchen, yeah, and then they had like a couple walls in it. And it was just like different art, um, and then so we're like, oh, you want to go in there and check it out? She's like, oh yeah, for sure. You ran into a friend there. Yeah. Um, she did a really cool art piece on him. Yeah. And oh, cool. Her name is Alexis Hernandez. So, shouts out to her. She's a really cool artist. Um, recently, she uh, she put like on Instagram. She's like looking for people to like do work work on like as their subject whatever um so then i asked uh, i was like hey like like choose me whatever she's like cool yeah and then uh she found like a picture so she ended up painting it i don't know if you saw i posted on instagram she painted it and then she submitted it for like the la metro and then uh last week she told me that they're gonna like use her use that piece of me uh, on like the metro card. Damn, Damn that's awesome. Wait, yeah. how long ago was this when she drew you? Um, a few months ago. No? It was a few months ago. Do you remember that? It was all black and white. Yeah, I remember. Wait, I need to see that picture again. It's really yeah. cool. You've been you've been in a few art uh, pieces. That's, that's you had true. a mural, and like in uh, Northside Long Beach. Yeah. Damn, it look was, like, at on the you. Wall. I remember he stopped. He's like, oh look, this is. This is me. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you meet these artists? So, um, my cousin Karina, uh, her boyfriend at the time, his name is Jose. And uh, Jose is like always on some art shit. Even before, when, I, when we were little kids, I remember there was one day, it was me, my nephew Eric. You know Eric. Mm-hmm. Do you know Eric? Know. Oh, yeah. He's big, about the kid big, with Jennifer. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric and uh, his little brother Ian. And we were playing outside in the front yard. He's like, hey, let me take a picture of you guys. And so we're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then, uh, like, months, months, maybe, like, a year after that, um, he got, like, he got a wall. Like, they contracted him to do his mural. Mm-hmm. So then uh, part of that mural was, like, me, Eric, and Ian were, like, in that mural. Aww. So. I Is it still had, up? Yeah, it's still there. That's so cute. Yeah, and Jose, man, if he's hearing this too, he's a great artist too. He also uh, painted me. Uh, he did like a live painting of me uh-huh. wearing like that MF Doom mask. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that like a long time ago. No, you gotta. No, yeah, you, you gotta remind. You gotta remind me what. The I wish picture. you had Jamie here. Jamie, can you pull this up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so I, I wanted to uh, to ask like couples questions just because uh, it gets to to that deeper part of questions of knowing more about each person and also being able to really come up with the question like hmm what is what is my favorite color <laughs> like, we had that conversation that. recently about actually. the color yeah, yeah. Why the color red? All right. I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah. So here's a ju- just a general question. Uh, what animal do you think is your spirit animal? So, Jennifer? Mine or, or No, what, what, what do you think? What's... Uh, Caesar's spirit yeah. animal? Yeah. Yeah, what's Caesar's spirit animal? Hmm. It's hard. I'm just going to say a sloth. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I was thinking that. I'm going to say a sloth. Final answer. Final answer. Lock it in. Lock it in. Swipe. <laughs> so, you guys can't see this, but I just pulled up the, the artwork I would just mention right now. Yeah. That's cool. That's the one that's going to be on the LA Metro that, that's cards. That's she told me. So, uh, oh, yeah, I've seen it. She told me it's she was really going to get me one. Typical, cool. typical Mexican boy in Long Beach. Yeah. He's the, he's like, that's me. <laughs> so yeah. The only uh, difference is your your nose is slightly different in her painting. Like it looks shorter compared to your picture. Hey man, I'll take what I can. What's your <laughs> what's your Instagram? No, it looks great. Her Instagram? Yeah. Uh, I gotta find it. That's what's your I'll Instagram? It's yeah. L it's E L dot dot C E S A R dot is S E S L E S yeah dot dot rad, rad. El Cesar yeah. S El Cesar is red you guys can find it yeah so nice. Jennifer Caesar's spirit animal is <laughs> oh man I had a lot of time to think about it too <laughs> I don't even know your spirit animal yeah well first of all <laughs> what's your spirit animal Jennifer what's yours <sighs> see. So, I haven't thought about these questions. So, this, the, the, yeah. so um, in my mind, like the, the like the definition of a spirit animal is so spirits are inside of us. It mm-hmm. is what makes us us. When our physical body dies and we continue, if we do continue, then what will continue is the spirit. And that is it, it's something special. So um, with that if there was a reincarnation attached to that yeah. where you can come back, what animal would you be like, all right, this is this is the animal that I'm going to go And I was to. thinking about it differently, like animals that have kind of like traits of people because, you mm. know, like, mm. I think Caesar kind of reminds me of a golden retriever. <laughs> 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 They're super friendly. Okay. They're really sweet dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> Happy, nice, yeah. you know, nice to everyone. Yeah, I like Golden Retriever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I like that would too. be, that's <laughs> what I would pick okay. for Caesar. All right. How about <laughs> Who for doesn't you? love Golden Retrievers? How about for you? What what animal would you uh, want to reincarnate as and live a lifetime as? I really like wolves. Mm. Uh, yeah, I would pick a wolf. So I like that, well, they're in the forest, which uh, is like my happy place. Um, they can be by themselves and they're happy that way, but they're also part of a pack, you know, so they'll, they'll go back to their, um, pack when they, when they need help or whatever, they hunt together, they eat together. 
Okay. But they're they're okay being alone. Okay. You know? I feel that way sometimes too. Like I want to hmm. be alone. Yeah, sometimes for I sure. Need it. For I sure. Wolves are kind of like that. But fierce. Yeah. <laughs> you can fuck some shit up. <laughs> for reals. <laughs> <laughs> Take so notes, Caesar. Caesar's like, <laughs> Caesar's like a wolf, but a domesticated wolf. Oh. <laughs> what would you consider your spirit animal, Caesar? Oh, man, that's a good question. It's not like I had, uh, haven't had time to think about it. Uh, <laughs> now I'm thinking about it, too. Right? <laughs> when I think, of, I think of, like, I would like to fly. Like, I would like to be, like, a hawk. Or, like, oh, see, that's, yeah. what I, that's what I always go to, but I feel like there's got to be something deeper. Yeah. Of what you truly are. Like uh-huh. what yeah. you would di- identify with. Be my explanation. Look at <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> uh, I I've never I've never gotten anybody thinking I was a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> that shit hit me out of left field. Man. I was really taken back. What What have you heard of? What me? did you think I was gonna say? The no, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it was a golden. I like golden retrievers. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Who doesn't like that's golden a, retrievers? Who doesn't like you? I like. simply remiss. Like holy shit! Like what a golden retriever. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I want to say like something like random and shit like kangaroo that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> you've never even been to Australia you don't have to be to Australia to have a have you had a pouch before how many how many wolves have you been around he likes boxing that's why I've been around one in Yosemite oh yeah that was yeah. scary damn fuck that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've seen a lot of wild animals that's cool <laughs> yeah how about you George what is he, what do you identify? Uh, my spirit animal. I picture myself like uh, some type of insect. Hmm. Insect. Yeah, because they have like short lifespans and like they're able to have like these cool different like weird lives. Like uh, That's interesting. whenever I an, uh, like a fly comes in or like a moth, I'll be like, "What if that was like my life? Hmm. Like just come in." Moths really freak me out. Yeah, they just want to come fluffy. in. Soon, and like, a big ass alien human just like smacks you <laughs> in the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what would you pick for Tracy? For Tracy, so Tracy has something fierce in her. <laughs> you're like a you're like a bear. A bear. Mm. You're like a black bear. Nice. It's smaller. It's not like a big one. Like rah. But <laughs> they are still vicious and they can fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> True. And they're, protect- <laughs> and they're protective of their cubs. Yeah. Nice. So, and she's an omnivore. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> she, she ate that salmon today. At the yeah. <laughs> right? Wow, that's a really good pick for me. I you like have that. to pick one for me. Yeah, yeah. I had a big one for you. Yeah, what Jennifer <laughs> would be... Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, see, I think, I think Wolf was a pretty good one, but mm-hmm. I'm going to... I'm going to say, like, uh, um, <laughs> oh, my family would pick a giraffe. A deer. <laughs> a deer? A deer? A deer or a doe? A deer or a doe. A doe is a female deer. Now. A doe. Why? Um, because. Sometimes they just run across the street. Yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> You get run over. They're pretty. Uh, they're not very they're, smart. They're beautiful in Explain nature. it. Explain. Oh, beautiful in nature. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Not satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, she, 
They also grow horns and shit, so like. That's the male deer. <laughs> okay. She, she literally picked something that ate what you chose. I know, <laughs> seriously. She's like, yeah. that's not me. That is not me at all. All right. Wait, I know what I picked for you, George. Yeah, okay, what do you pick for me? A polar bear. Hmm. Yeah, because they could be fierce, too, and are really out there for, like, hunting and knows, like, okay, I need to do this and that, but then know how to be, like, really good, like, homebody and hibernate for several months and be really good, like, with their cubs and with their family. And so, yeah. Get their cave in order. (laughs) (laughs) Fix up their cave, be cozy. Yeah. So I, I look at you as a polar bear. Yeah. Because they could also be fierce, too. Oh, yeah. Like, They'll kill mm-hmm. you. For sure. All bears can, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not teddy bears. <laughs> Not deer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Golden retrievers can fuck you up. Hell, yeah. The mailman better watch out. <laughs> uh, so. That's funny. Yeah, I... I don't consider myself an insect, though. I. (laughs) (laughs) Then why the fuck did you choose? Well, (laughs) I have these different thoughts of uh, living different lives of like different spirits. You're a butterfly. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. You embrace it. Yes. You like it. Yeah, Yeah. I think the butterfly would be the best insect for you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're a butterfly. Yeah, I uh, I always uh, picture what it would be like to live that life. Because it's just like a short life. Like, I, I asked Tracy, would you reincarnate as mittens and, like, live, like, the 10, 12, 16 <laughs> years or whatever and just relive that life? But her perspective and shit. I'll so. be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, she has a life, literally. <laughs> but she has herpes. She's been yeah, through Yeah, that's the only thing. She's just continuously sick all the time. But, you know, she's you just be- keep her she's happy. She's a beautiful cat. Yeah. She is, for sure. All right. Next question. What's the most expensive thing that you've bought? When I ask that, what's the most expensive thing, what do you think of? I think of this shirt that I bought in high school. Uh, I was going from freshman to sophomore. And, you know, I was going back to school shopping. And then my friend took me to this store. And they had this, uh, like, it was called LRG. Lifted research group. Yeah. And I was like, like, yeah, this shirt's dope. And I was like, oh, this this shirt's cool. (laughs) And I remember uh, I got it and I was like, 30 bucks plus tax. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) But I was like, nah, it's good. I also got some Levi's and I got that shirt and it was like 70 bucks. And then I remember thinking, like, I thought you were going to say your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say the house. Yes, what? Yes. When I, sure. Because I read that right now. And oh. I, I was like, and then that's the first thought that I that opened up. That was probably like the first expensive thing that I'm like. Oh, that you first encountered. Oh, first ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like 30 bucks for a yeah. shirt. Like, ooh, I'm stepping hmm. over some. <laughs> first ever encountered. Probably expensive. my iPad. Um, iPod. IPod? Uh, like yeah, the colored ones. Oh Nano? yeah, uh, yeah, I bought that one with my own. Damn, I was proud of that. I don't was, know where it's at now. How much was it? I don't remember 200. at the time. Three hundred? Two, three. Two or three? 
funny. And so it was the little, yeah, the little one, the little fat one, mm. not the long skinny one. Oh, the square one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was that when it first oh, came out. That, was, oh, that yeah. was a little bit newer. Yeah, yeah, that was newer back in those days. Yeah, I bought it myself. Damn. I remember my very kid. first yeah. expensive purchase was when I bought a Christmas gift for my dad. Mm. It was, I gave him this Calvin Klein like gift pack cologne. Um, and it had like a free bag, like a big ass. You remember the Calvin Klein duffel bag that we always carried? Mm-hmm. It came with that as a free gift. And I remember it was like $100. Like for the the big cologne, it's like a pack, like a big cologne and a smaller cologne. And it comes with that free bag. And I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, $100, but I know he'll really like this. So yeah, I bought that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It, was a, it was a big ass duffel bag too. And I remember we used it like for a while. Yeah. Until it ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I think I think for me like I think probably getting a car would be like, you know, the time where I was like, fuck, you really had to sit there and negotiate for like hours and oh, like yeah, man, you gotta too. take a break. You're like trying to get that deal and you try not to get <laughs> fucked with like a crazy APR. Like if you don't have anybody there with you and you feel like pressured into like buying shit. Yeah. It's stressful. And it's like your future. You're like, you go to sign. You're like, damn, you're locked in for this deal. You got to pay this amount. Like, yeah. So, like getting a car the first time, and even the first time, because I didn't know what I didn't know what to expect. What was your first car? Mm, my first car that I purchased, or my first car that I'd driven. Well, the first car that you felt like, fuck, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit too much. Do I really want to be locked in for five years? Probably the the Ford Focus, cause I think my monthly were at like four hundred, like four hundred bucks, like three ninety nine, yeah, a month. Wow. And at the time, I had just barely started at like at the group home. I had stopped working at Starbucks, and I was actually making more money at Starbucks. So I was like, fuck. And so the I mean the story goes like I had the TC, I had a sign on TC before that. Yes. And then Samuel. Uh, Oh man, that was such a nice car too. Yeah. I really like that car. Uh, Samuel wrecked it, and then he's like, "Fuck it, I'll help you." He made like the insurance claim and everything, and he was able to like fix everything. I don't know how, but he fixed everything with like all the stuff he owed to like the fence owner. Like, Fuck. I don't know his insurance. Like he had to do everything. So the car was like total loss, and then I was like, "I need a new car." And Sam's like, "Well, whatever." He's like, I'll try and help you with the, with the down payment since I totaled your car. <laughs> God damn. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just did some research and I was like, yeah, I want to go test drive it. It was stick shift. I just kind of wanted a car that was stick shift. Uh-huh. And then it was pretty fast and it was pretty cool. So I did. Yeah. But then I was like, we got to the signing and like in my head, I kind of do it kind of ran the math and I'm like 350 a month. That's the most I can do because I need my money, you know, then. Mm-hmm. Like I'm there, it's like ah, like he's like um the first offer is like four hundred twenty five, like I would end up paying I would put down like two thousand dollars, end up paying like four hundred twenty five dollars a month, mm. and I was like nah. That's a lot. And then I was like dude let's just walk away. But then the guy like called me back the next day. He's like yeah. He's like he's like what what's your final offer? I was like all right this is my final offer dude just stop bothering me. He's like he's like. I'm gonna ask my manager and I'll get back to you. And then like literally like a few minutes later he's like, When do you wanna come by for the car? <laughs> <laughs> so 
like yeah. Did you still but, feel ripped off? Um, I don't think anybody ever feels like super comfortable. I I felt comfortable with my payments. I was like, but I went through a credit union. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we did you too. Were prepared. Remember? Yeah, I was. Yeah, same thing with me too. Like I got like super low um, APR, and during the best time when it was like zero percent down or like something Mm -hmm. like that, um, like during a holiday, Mm -hmm. and it really helped too that you like you said Caesar like to have like a support system there. Like my dad was there to help me, and he had experience, and so that's what made it really good. Mm -hmm. And I remember when we went to go get George's car, I was there, and his parents parents were there too. Hmm. And I was being really aggressive with them too. Yeah. <laughs> it was with the same dealer guy. I went by myself. So oh wow! I did it, Good for um, you at the credit union. I did it by myself. Damn. Um, yeah, I don't know. It worked out. You're a fucking wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pay only two sixty three. Yeah. Hey, uh, I wanted to awesome. I wanted to ask you what yes. was the what was the experience like buying a purchasing a home for the first time? Fuck. That seems intimidating. All right. So, yeah, that's probably like the peak. That was our most expensive for yeah. sure. <laughs> for both because, of us. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm really happy with like the way your house is turning out. Thank you. Your Thanks. walls, everything has a meaning to it. I see symbolism. When was the last time and you were at our house? A year ago at your wedding. Almost yeah. a year to the Fuck, day. Fuck, really? Yeah, tomorrow will oh be a year. God. Tomorrow will be yeah, a year. That was it's been exactly a year that you've life, been here. Life comes by at you real it's quick. Been... Fuck. And, I know. I should be coming out here more often. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah, of course. I, I love You're and appreciate everything. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, like, I look around, your back, the backyard is looking pretty dope. I like, you know, how you guys set up your, like, little cactus and shit. And the inside, everything looks good. Thank you. It's a, It's in a consti- uh, continuous state of improvement. For I, sure. I feel like every, uh, every time I turn my head, I'm like, I'm always want to see something. Like, there's always, like, interesting shit to see like there's a story behind you know all these little things these polaroids yeah. like the stuff that's like up there i don't know it's just very detailed and i i applaud you yeah one thank f- you yeah thank you um i remember like kind of like looking having one just feel the vision right here and i was like counting every single thing that like makes this house ours like every single thing yeah and it was like too much to count because there was there was too much yeah mm-hmm. But just like the polar bear gets his cave ready. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what would be the first thing you guys would save in a fire? Mittens and mood. Yeah, mittens and mood. But what about down. like a material thing? I would grab the papers, uh, like the paperwork. That's Mine too. Because that has like all my sensitive documentation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My safe too. I have like a small like safe and... Um, a file folder that has all the important documents. And, and then, um, if I still had time, um, I would like get uh, probably like the hard drives. Oh, okay. Our phones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, of course, and also the SD drives. Yeah. It's like right there yeah, with our pictures in it. Yeah. Um, to go back to the house purchasing uh, process. So first, I had the idea like, all right, I got the I got the good job. I got the nursing job. I'm going to save up money for like five years, and then once the car is paid off, then I'll have that extra push, and I'll be I'll have been saving. But after like a year or two in to renting, I was like, 
I can't I can't do this. Like I we're wasting money. Uh, uh, like that, but also like we had to be silent. Like mm-hmm. we couldn't turn up the the movie, and like, mm-hmm. we would constantly get like yeah. fucking noise violation. Fucking, we called her Bitchna from upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> She'll come downstairs and knock. Um, can you like turn down the sound? Blah blah blah. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was cramped. It was all tiny, and uh, it wasn't conducive to good health mental health because mm. during that time I was going through some shit where I just was not happy where I was at and yeah. I felt like I needed that extra push like um, to actually get a house mm. and like make the space my own because I, I couldn't we couldn't make it our own yeah um, so we started looking and then we decided on the price range and we're like alright it's gonna be around around this much mm-hmm. you know we did the math and then we looked wait, at houses. Wait, before that, I remember we had that issue that, oh, I didn't want to get a house. When you mentioned it, you're like, oh, let's get a house. I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like, that's a lot of money, you know? Casey wants to be a nomad. <laughs> <laughs> Pack up all her shit and move every month. Yeah. <laughs> that that was an option. Yeah, but then, like, over time, it, it, it did take a toll on us. And even, like, at time, like, our relationship at the time was, like, very... Rocky. Rocky. Mm. And we were going through a lot of shit during that time. And that was when Fabi just moved in to, like, live with us, too. And she was also very homesick and all this stuff. Mm. Um, and so, and I remember I was also saving up a lot of money, too. Like, for us to, like, join down payment together. But it ended up that our combined um, money that we had, we used it towards the remodeling because we got a grant as first-time homeowners to uh, put down the down payment. Nice. Which was really great. Yeah. yeah so if helped. you make less than like seventy thousand, yeah, a year, you get like a fifteen thousand dollar grant from like first time home buyer. No. So it's, if we, it's um ten percent of whatever. No, it's not. Isn't 10%, it? Or is it no. exactly fifteen thousand? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, and those, and that goes to like the down to like the initial payments and like. Do you have to buy a house in a certain area? It has to be a livable house. Like it can't mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Like, the water can't be broken, mm-hmm. and there can't be, like, too many repairs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first step was getting approval of, like, a loan to be like, all right, you are approved for this much amount. Yeah, So that, that's when we did that math, and then we got that approval. And then we were looking at houses, and we were looking, like, everywhere, like, where we wanted to buy a house. And we looked at SoCal, but then we're like, uh. It's fucking expensive. Yeah, because yeah, we're already up here. We already had, like, our, our jobs, our yeah. jobs mm-hmm. and everything. And um, so we looked in the surrounding areas, and this city was, like, a good city to, to move to because the houses were uh, affordable versus Davis. Mm-hmm. Like, the cheapest house in Davis is, like, 800000 to a million dollars for like an old rickety ass yeah, house. Yeah, it's just because of location. That's all it is. Yeah. It's so Like a so million crazy. dollars for an old ass house. Mm-hmm. An old ass house. Just because it's in... In, in Davis. A, yeah. So yeah. Um, then we went to see one house that looked good. Like the pictures looked good. Like it was all remodeled. Oh, yeah. Like it literally looked It looked like, like our kitchen. Basically like, <laughs> like all kind of modern and stuff and like new stuff. We're like, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> and we went there, and it was, like, just a tiny little house that they had remodeled, but the outside was all messed up. Yeah. And, like, it w- like they, they made the angles look good. So then we look at more houses, mm-hmm. and we're like, damn, like, the, uh, the options are very limited. Like, either we go start 
from lowest to highest, and then there's like the fixer uppers and like the really bad ones, and then oh, yeah. we start getting like, okay, yeah, these are pretty good, these are pretty good, mm-hmm. and then there's like a big jump to like four hundred thousand or three hundred fifty thousand and above for four bedroom and more. Yeah, and those yeah. are like n- newer, nicer houses, and we're like, okay, we can't mm-hmm. afford those, so we were stuck in this little, this little area of uh, the price range, and then we looked at this house online, mm-hmm. and we looked, and we're like, what the fuck, like four bedrooms too bad it's in like this good neighborhood big backyard yeah like comparatively Mm. speaking to the other options that we had and i'm like yeah you know we can fix this the projector can go here and we can do okay good and it was 300 uh 300 and 20 no it was like 306,000. damn that's 1990 prices that's right that's that's how much um my childhood home costs yeah yeah it was super cheap yeah, we, it was uh, so much we, easier. we came over, we were looking, we're like, oh, what the fuck, this house is good. And then uh, we contact the realtor. We're like, oh, can we see this house? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, there's, uh, the bids are ending tonight. And there's like, it was there's like three night. bidders. Yeah. Oh, no. And this was like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> we're outside, wow. and then we, out, we go outside, we look, we like look inside the window. Yeah. And we're like, all right, th- this looks good. Like, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And we didn't even step inside the house. Yeah, it was a Man. huge what? risk. Yeah, it was a huge risk. Huh. But then we knew, like, uh, this price range, we'll never get this price range again for a four-bedroom, too bad. Like, that's a really good deal, yeah, you know? even though that's, like, flawed thinking. Like, oh, you're never gonna, you're never gonna. It was but flawed that's what thinking, was happening, yeah. right? Yeah, and it actually yeah. did. It Search. actually did. Because I, yeah. I kept at it, like, looking Yeah. Um, yeah. later on. like It kept increasing. I was fucking in my house, and I'd still be looking at, like, on... Fucking Zillow, like, <laughs> <laughs> what other options were there? What are the deals? Yeah, but I'm happy. Oh, so then um, we're like, uh, okay, how much should we bid? They're like, the realtor was like, uh, bid 320. Like, that's my recommendation because there's already, like, th- this many and for this price and this house. Yeah. And this. So we're like, all right, 320. And we were approved for, like, 335. Okay. So then we waited, like, few days and i was like we got it we're like she so then from that point there's like 30 days to close Mm -hmm. so then we get like the inspection done and that was like 700 dollars, but it's covered like in this big chunk of initial expenses Mm -hmm. and then paperwork like submitting this paperwork and submitting like the taxes and like proof of income and proof of residency and all this shit and basically after the 30 days it was like yeah everything went through all the paperwork was done it was was easy it was easy it was all escrow yeah it was all escrow process it was all like you need this paper submit proof of this Mm -hmm. you can either do driver's license you can do this you can do this and i mean your realtor took care of yeah, I mean, I just it took a picture, so sent yeah. it, and oh. it was all it was all easy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then we got it, and then we did like remodeling for like two months. Mm-hmm. Oh, we that still, shit was so fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was it was in the summer. Yeah, it was I hot. remember we got the house in May in 2017. Also, the end of May in 2017. Mm-hmm. It was like on May 27th or something, right? If we mm-hmm. look on Zillow, it will say the date there. Um, and so we didn't expect to get the house so early. And so our contract for the apartment didn't end until the end of August. And so we were like, fuck. But then they'll, they were allowing us to move out early. And they'll give us some more credit back okay. if we move out early. And they gave our whole, and guaranteed give us our whole security deposit back, which was good. And so during that time period, like for two months, for June and July, we're paying both mortgage and rent. 
god. Yeah, but we didn't have to pay for August because we already paid for it when we first moved into the apartment. Because the you paid first f- and last. Yeah, the first and last mm-hmm. month's rent. So we're paying both mortgage and the apartment, and on top of that, spending our saved money for the remodeling too. Mm-hmm. So it was like every single day we work, we come straight to the house, work on the fucking house. Scorching hot. We didn't have any air conditioner, anything. Like I remember doing the kitchen, all this. It was crazy. Yeah, like and then these, leave. Like oh yeah, the electricity the, was like the hardest fucking part. Yeah, this right house there. was built in 1967. Yeah, so the main lighting was like a switch that you turn on, and then a lamp that's plugged into the wall. Gets yeah, it didn't on. have <laughs> any electricity towards the ceiling for ceiling fans. Yeah, so it didn't have to, anything. I had to install all of the ceiling fans in all of the rooms and run all of the electricity. Yeah, he was there. the one that kept going up and down, like, the crawl space up there, and I would be, like, down here, and, like, you need help here. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, you know, because I had no idea, and I was just assisting him on the electrical part. But um, everything else, like, yeah, we pretty much did that. I remember putting up, especially those... The mosaic subway tile. <laughs> yeah, if you if you look at it closely, look, it's kind of wavy. <laughs> yeah, it's wavy. Yeah, I was planning on putting like black grout. Oh, that would have been nice. But it's yeah, uh, no, it's hard. See, no, well, you can see. Yeah, it but then we decided like, mm, <laughs> let's not do the black. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. But everything was done by us. Yeah, there was, there was no outside contract. Sure. I even I even did the gas. Because the stove was electric. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. no, I don't want an electric stove for my house. Yeah. So I piped in the gas. And then also the dryer is gas as well. Cause, yeah, yeah, I remember we, I remember yeah. going there. I was like, a part of my payment. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to buy a stainless steel fridge, <laughs> you know, and all this. And we did with the um, washer and dryer, too. And also stainless steel um, stove oven and microwave. So it all match. Yeah. And so make it look all good. And all of the... the um, skills. I've had like some experience working with my dad, like handyman type of stuff, cl- fixing some stuff, like minor stuff. But a lot of the real technicals were YouTube videos. Nice. It was YouTube. Yeah. Like, I That's a crazy. For YouTube. Yeah. Like, I learned a lot during the process too. Like it was a big help. I remember one summer. I were you over when George's whole family like they were they were over here during the summer. Do you remember they're all helping us with the kitchen cabinets? Yeah, maybe not Caesar. Oh yeah, I don't think Caesar was there. I don't remember. With like Louie and. Oh no, Lupita. I don't think you were there because they all visit us one day to like see our house, and um, they were helping us build the kitchen cabinets together. I remember, and then um, it was so hot. Everyone's complaining like, oh, "Fuck this!" Like. I remember <laughs> the first the first time I came to see this house, we were playing with uh, samurai swords. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That, that, that was, was before a wedding. That was when George was uh, really into Takashi Six Nine. Oh no. my God! Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> what happened to him? Uh, he's in jail now. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he like fucking. Trouble. He's a dumbass. Like he was like an accomplice with some guy that was robbing another guy oh. or some shit. It's some, part of like some gang, gang stuff. some gang shit. And so they caught him on camera and yeah. they got arrested I've, and. I've done a lot of growth. In terms of who I am personally, yeah. even like when I had this house, the the projector here, I remember I would come home at, at 5 p.m. and I would just be on YouTube all day, like mm-hmm. from 5 p.m. until like 1 or 2 a.m. I just like just be consuming content. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like a type of coping mechanism for uh, just consuming content, just like 
this visual stimulation to like numb my brain mm -hmm. and there was just stagnation of who I was and I wasn't growing and I wasn't doing anything else and I was just kind of like is this it like so I've done a lot of growing since then like I remember the projector used to be on all fucking yeah that it would overheat this is the first time that I've come that you haven't turned it on <laughs> yet yeah. yeah. No. Damn, we haven't used it in a while, yeah. actually. We, it's been a long while that we've actually used it. Like, the most we've done is turn on the computers, like this one and mine, to mm -hmm. do work. But other than that, we... Oh, no, actually... We watched the movie. Yeah, we watched the movie the other day. But even before we watched that movie the other day, we haven't used it in, like, forever before that, Yeah, huh? no, but before it used to be, like, just All the on, time. Just turn it on. It's on, it's on all day. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. What uh what do you guys want to uh what type of house what type of living situation? We talked about uh, when we were driving like rural versus city versus. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, see, for me, I I mean, with Jennifer, we haven't really got to that stage where we're like, oh yeah, like do you want to live in the city or like rural? <laughs> like oh, yeah, we're just not? we're just trying to <laughs> we're just trying to survive our. Right. Yeah, Jennifer, is, Jennifer just finished her year in school. LA is, uh, is insane. I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Hmm. I don't hmm. see myself leaving. Maybe oh, moving yeah? to another part of LA. Okay, oh, but still okay. like city but or LA area? Uh, LA area, LA probably area. like Pasadena. I really like Pasadena. Okay. You should look into Laverne. Laverne's Laverne. really pretty. Yeah, um, they're like especially their apartments there. Mm -hmm. Um, my best friend Amy is she moved to Laverne. She used to live in L.A. like literally the heart of L.A. Um, I think like near downtown Hollywood, and uh, it was super expensive. And she she was just done with the the busyness yeah. and everything, and so she moved to Laverne. Um, and they're paying like half the amount of price, and it's super pretty there, and it's quiet, and you just walk around, and it's. It's nice. And it's a good distance between, like, the busyness of the heart of L.A. Yeah. Yeah, so it has, like, that fresh, like, um, fresh air from, from all that. Yeah. Or I think anything close to, like, Los Angeles National Forest would be really cool. Ooh. Because you still get, like, the best of both worlds. That's cool. You know, yeah. you're close to the forest, but you're still technically in L.A. County. There's mm. still city. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I always said I wanted to live in the forest, but it's not. <laughs> like a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Straight it's up not, wolf. <laughs> it's not practical. It's not. Like, I thought about it. I'm like, it's pretty complicated to live in a forest and expensive. Like, how's it expensive uh, exactly? Just internet wise, you would have to get like satellite internet. Hey, if you're living in the forest, you're, you've diminished your. Yeah, exactly. You can't use the technology. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? You have the best of both worlds up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but you're going up to the forest to isolate yourself, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You're going out to the forest just to watch Netflix in peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With no noise. Turn on your projector. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it would be cool to have, like, a vacation home or something. A like cabin. a getaway. Yeah, like a cabin yeah. or a getaway area. Yeah, like, in sure. a rural area, like Lake Tahoe for us or oh, something. Oh, Lake Tahoe is beautiful. I mean, initially I told George, like, oh, I want us to go to Lake Tahoe, you know, spend the night over there. But he's like, oh, I don't want to spend a night at someone's house for Airbnb or the hotel is fucking Camp. expensive over there. I camped there. Yeah. That's the thing. But then Tracy, he... Tracy prefers, like, uh, a more structured vacation oh, with, like, man, Maybe I am a fucking no. 
No, I wanted camping too. Or like, I, I said Airbnb. Well, and that's like, you know, that's like in the heart of the actual community is being Airbnb of the locals. Yeah. And he was like, I don't want to live in someone's house and this and that. I'm like, okay, well. I did it for New York. It wasn't bad. Yeah, we yeah, did it for we Hawaii. We did it for Hawaii. We were but, there for like 10 days. But I don't know why you Not changed your mind. Uh, I was don't it creepier? Like, no, I don't forest. know why he was. Just... I just didn't have that feeling. Like mm. I wanted to do more like activity stuff. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. But so. we're we're going to Half Moon Bay tomorrow, so it's good. And we're gonna be camping out in our car. I don't think that counts, but okay. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not total camping, but it's, it's not. <laughs> it's it's not, but it's well, it's it's okay. It's re- it's a good of both worlds. It's yeah. a good <laughs> compromise. Like I, re- I wanted, you know, somewhere structured i guess you could say yeah and then you wanted kind of camping but didn't want to stay in the place so the car is the best bet yeah. <laughs> yeah we went uh to san francisco to go pokemon hunting <laughs> that was and, a long time ago yeah. yeah and we stayed in one of those uh rest areas where oh. they have like, it was bathrooms. called weed yeah. Weed County. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about going to San, going to San Francisco, and then we stopped there. Oh, and then we that's slept right. there. We slept in the rest area, and it was just kind of like we didn't really plan it, mm-hmm. and it was so hot because the windows were all rolled up, and it was all it was all it was all like uh, humid and moist, and we're like, it's hot, it's hot. So we've slept in the car before. I've slept in the car before too in Vegas. That was a terrible idea. Yeah. Oh fuck! Terrible. Vegas is it was hot. fucking hot. I was like, we. I, I was about rather to say, stay up like, all night. Shit. Yeah, we went earlier uh, than our room was like. What? <laughs> we showed up a day earlier than um than what our reservations were for. Uh huh. We're like, what the fuck do we do now? And everything fuck. was sold out. Oh my! We even went to old Vegas, like fuck. Uh yeah. Who, <laughs> Fremont Street. Who'd you? Everything was sold out. So you guys slept in your car? It was yeah, just, it was my, with my family. Yeah, and that God that damn. was horrible. My dad was pissed. It's like <laughs> you just re- you just reminded me. I need to buy the tickets, our tickets. Well, we need to buy it separately um, to go to Las Vegas because um, one of the brands that I've worked with, they want to fly me out to Vegas oh, nice. and work at their conference there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what? That's so cool. And so she told me, um, she, she well, the their marketing people, they're they're based in London, mm-hmm. and so they they told me, oh, um, buy your tickets and send me the receipt and everything, and we will reimburse you right away, because um, that's like the easiest way for them to do that and so you just remind me when you said vegas i'm like oh fuck i need to buy the plane tickets before it goes up are they providing the room oh yeah yeah oh, okay. they're paying for everything mm-hmm. it's just for the plane tickets and the hotel they're taking care of the hotel park that's oh, like okay. with the other employees too are they paying for my plane ticket too fuck no they're not <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the only thing because wow. we're taking that as like our vacation yeah because it's between like august 6th and 9th that we're, we're gonna officially stay there because mm-hmm. they're paying for my hotel to be there and i'm like what the fuck like that's perfect because this is right after George's birthday, and I've never been. And you never, and yeah, we never, you never been there. And plus, before that, we're planning going to Joshua Tree with um, Amy. Oh yeah, if you guys want to go too, yeah, that'd be cool because we're planning on camping for like overnight at Joshua Tree on August third, and then staying there until August fourth, which is on George's birthday. So we're camping again on what his area birthday. are you guys camping at? I have yeah. no idea. I need to talk to I've Amy been. about it. Oh, yeah? Oh, you've been? I've been. Okay. Nice. Yeah, because she says she's it, been planning it every year with her other friends. I don't want to be negative, but it was not my favorite experience. No? I did not no? like camping in Joshua Tree. I would get an Airbnb. 
Really? Again, it's was really it cold. It's the desert. Oh, it's cold yeah, at it's night? Yeah, it's really, really cold. Uh, we'll There's just... not much to do, too. Oh, really? Well, Unless playing... you rock climb. There's a lot of rock climbers in oh. Joshua Tree. Not even, like, trails and walking. And... Well, we're just planning <gasps> yeah, on, like, trails. hanging out, though. Like, yeah. just hanging out, making, like, a bonfire and, mm-hmm. like... Making some s'mores. Yeah, yeah. making <laughs> some s'mores, talk. And also, we're planning on doing, like, like a photo op. Like, me and Amy oh, then, were talking about have it. Yeah. Like with you too, yeah. if you want. <laughs> like dress up. Like we're thinking like kind of like bohemian style for us to dress up and take some really cool pictures there too. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be dope. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool areas for a photo shoot. Yeah, and just like chill and talk like how we're doing now and, mm-hmm. and just look at the stars. Oh, and she was saying how during that time is when you see the meteor showers. Oh. During August. That's mm-hmm. why she always goes every year during mm-hmm. August time. Is because yeah, you see like time. meteor showers. I at went that in time. December. Oh, fuck, it was cold. Oh, okay. Really I was going to say, yeah, that would um, make sense for it to be cold. Were you sleeping in a tent? Yeah. Uh, sleeping bags. And or my blankets? my uh, my sleeping bag was not like a a cold weather one because there's different kinds. Where'd you get it? I got it at um, oh my god, where did I get my shoes? Columbia. Oh shit! Oh. And it mm. still wasn't good enough. I didn't get a cold weather one. Hmm. Oh, because you got a different one. Yeah, I got the summer one. So you need to buy different ones for the weather that you're, like, camping for. Yeah. I think August, we should double check the weather in August. But I know she says how it's pretty hot during the day, Mm -hmm. but at night it feels fresh. That's what she told me because she's been going, like, Mm -hmm. for, like, every year already. Mm -hmm. And she says, like, that's usually the temperatures that you feel pretty hot during the day. But if you're in the shade, you're good. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, hot and a little humid, um, but at nighttime it's really nice, and you can see the meteor showers, and it's really pretty. Yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. we should totally do Ma- that though. I'll For try. Sure. I might be in. Uh, my family wants me to take a trip to Mexico. In August. Yeah, like the first, like end of July, or like first week of August. So maybe. Okay. I might be in Georgia. Oh. Oh. What's in Georgia? Uh, my sister's getting trained for the TSA. Okay. Oh, really? Trains. Yeah, training's out there. So she's going to be there for two weeks. I'm going to come back from Mexico August 4th. That's George's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming back, and then she's going to be... Oh, she's leaving August 4th. She's going to be there for two weeks. Oh, wow. So cool. I've never I've never been to Georgia, so maybe I'll take that chance. Um, They're paying for her room. So I'm like, nice. oh, I can stay with you. Just worry about the plane ticket. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. That's awesome. You've been a lot of places. I was going to say, that's awesome that you, few, you're taking yeah. traveling as, like, one of your go-to, like, priority in your life. That's, like, really yeah, awesome. Um, I wish I could go further, obviously. Um, but honestly, like, wherever I can go, mm-hmm. wherever I have a chance to go, I'll go. Like, if my friends are going somewhere, I'll be like, yeah, I'll join you guys. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Or, like, um, I've been doing it, like, every... Every birthday so far, except this past one, um, I've been going to like my little trips. You know, I went to Yosemite for one of my birthdays. Another one, I went to Portland and Washington. Nice. Um, my other birthday, like we went to. What was the other one? We went camping. Oh, the Channel Islands. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, Have you ever been out of thing. country? Like just Mexico. Oh, not any other country like no. Europe. Or I want to. I want to, but um, I don't want to do it by myself. Yeah. I haven't heard good things about <laughs> oh, yeah, my for sure, friends yeah. traveling by themselves. Oh, I yeah. had a friend that almost got robbed in Paris Fuck. in the subway during New Year's, and that freaked me out. 
because just the, the way she told me the story was um, she was in the subway and um, this man like reached into her peacoat and she <gasps> felt his hand. So she oh, went like fuck. this. Oh, fuck. And uh, she just looked at him and he started laughing and he said something in French to like these other two guys in the other subway entrance. So they're all in on it. <gasps> they're all in on it. So she told me that she started crying in the subway and this um, American saw her. She's like, what's wrong? She's like, well, somebody almost tried to like steal my stuff. She's like, no, you need to tough it out out here. Like Paris, like this isn't a game. Like people aren't going to give a fuck that you're crying. She's like, you need to stop looking like a fucking tourist. She told her straight up. She's like, what? She's like, yeah, I moved here from New York. And she's like, it's way more cutthroat here than mm-hmm. it is in New York. I feel like I kind of had like a glimpse of that in Spain. Mm-hmm. Because during, um, this was like 2011, 2012, I mm-hmm. traveled to Spain for like about three weeks mm-hmm. um, as part of the UC Davis Orchestra. Because mm-hmm. we were touring and playing music in four different um, cities in mm-hmm. Spain, which was Granada, Madrid, Barcelona and Valencia. That and the, sounds dope. It was really cool. Mm. The be, one of the best experiences of my life for sure. Like it was an experience. Um, in I remember it was in Granada. Mm-hmm. Was when some like we were walking down like the street. Granada. If, if you imagine like oh typical like uh, like Italy for instance, like you mm-hmm. see like the small town like narrow streets and it's like really cute. And it has, like, those cute buildings. That's how Granada looked like. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so we're walking down, and then um, a lot of, like, well, we're walking in a group, and then a lot of people are like, oh, careful with these people. These are pickpocketers. Like, how do you know? It's like, oh, you could just know the way how they're walking or they're pacing or whatever, so you got to be careful. And so, um, yeah, I've learned, like, oh, yeah, just I had, like, a crossbody purse, and I'll put it within my jacket. Like, I'll put my purse on first and then put my jacket over it. Mm-hmm. So then it'll be, like, super protected. But good thing nothing has happened to me. But I heard from one of the team members that someone almost, like, attempted to rob them oh, wow. by, like, kind of reaching in because it was their phone or something was hanging out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. And then there's guys kind of, like, swept them and tried to reach, but he missed. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, he almost... He felt it. Yeah, like, he almost got robbed. And another thing, too, what's really interesting is that in the restaurants... If you give them more than uh, the price of the meal, they'll think that's all tip. They won't give your change back. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and so that happened to one of my friends. We were eating together, and we were waiting for a long time. It's like, when is he going to give your change back? Because he gave them, like, for instance, it's equivalent of, like, $30 in American, right? Which is... Um, which is pretty pricey because it was like 15 euros or whatever. And it's like Mm -hmm. double the amount. So it's like $30. And he gave him like a 50 or something like that in conversion of that. And he was waiting and we're waiting for a long time. It's like, when is he going to give your change back? And we ask and he's like, what change? He's like, "Uh, I gave you a 50. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I expect like $20 equivalent back for, for us. Right. And he was like, Oh, I thought that was tip. Like we don't give it back like that. Like, what are you talking about yeah and so he was fighting him like no and then i think he eventually gave it back to him but then they were like super disgruntled like what the fuck you mean and and another thing too is that they were so busy in that restaurant it was in granada i remember like they're really like weird about it in the restaurant um they got one of our orders wrong they got one of my orders wrong and um i said oh this is not what I ordered. This 
this order, like this plate that you gave me is like a lot cheaper than what I've actually ordered, Mm -hmm. first of all. And second of all, it's not what I've ordered, (laughs) you know? And so it's like kind of ripping me off. And then they were complaining like, oh, let me check. And I was kind of saying it in broken Spanish. I forgot how I said it, but. (laughs) And then um, the waitress is all like complaining. The cook like, she won't eat it. This and this and that. Like she's complaining about this. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with her. You know, and it's like, this is not my fucking order. Like, I did not order this. And she didn't write anything down, like the waitress. And so they said, I'm sorry, we can't make you something else. You already made the food. This costs money. It's like, well, if you got my fucking order right, then this would have cost you money, you know? (laughs) And so the waitress was blaming me. And she was, like, passive aggressive to me. and was, like, yelling towards the cook about me. And I know, like, it was about me. And then finally they were like, fine, we'll get your fucking order. You know, like customer service is not like how you expect yeah, in right. U.S. Uh, like they're the f- very rude. Like they don't care. There's so many people. Yeah. So not many. just that. It's just the culture in terms of customer yeah. service. Like, oh, it's all about the customer. The same we friend? have to make them happy. No, it's not like that at all in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. I saw that in the Barcelona same friend that too. I told you about, uh, she fainted in the Louvre because she told me when she would go to restaurants in Paris, if you didn't know French, they would not take your order. Is this the pussy friend that started crying? Yeah. Okay. That one. But they she are, they're all pretty rude. All though. she knew how to order was a croissant and coffee, and that's all she ate the whole time she was in Paris. Wow. She fucking Fuck, hated Paris. Yeah. She's like, Fuck that. From there, they went to London. She's like, London was way more friendlier than the people in, <laughs> in Paris. Yeah, because the, the waiters would not take her order. She's like, I went to two different restaurants that day. She was her, pointing at what her I wanted. Spirit animal is a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, you know, like parlez-vous français? Like, you know, she's like, "What the fuck are you saying?" And she was just pointing, like, "Oh, I want this," and they wouldn't take her order. It was just okay. Yeah. I would leave. I think they try to do that to me too, but I'm like, yeah. "Give me another. Give me. Give me someone else." Like, I was gonna note this lady. Like, I, I think they try to do that purposely. Um, just to, you know, cut, try to get money out of you or use you in that way. Like like I said, like, yeah. I ordered something, they'll accept it, but then they'll give you something completely different and try to play it off. Like, oh, this is what you ordered, you know? Yeah. Like, try to rip the tourists off that way. Yeah. So all she You know, you just have to be, yeah, you just have to be, like, cutthroat, like you said. And I guess to a point where I'm, like, arguing with them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want my fucking food. If not, I'm going to leave. I'm not even going to pay you. Like, we haven't paid yet. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to eat this. I'm not going to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember there was one time in high school when, uh, this is, like, right around when I first discovered, like, Korean barbecue. So my friend's like, hey, you trying to go get this Korean barbecue? It was, like, 9.30, and the Korean barbecue place, like, shuts down at, like, 10 p.m. So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, sit us down. I'm like, all right, cool. We ordered, like, one plate of, like, meat. And then he's like, oh, no, that's it. Like, we're going to close. Like, we can't order any more meat. And we're like, what the fuck? So <laughs> then, then they brought us the bill, and it was, like, full charge. Like, <gasps> so we're like, man, fuck this shit. And then so my friend was like, hey, I'm going to go start the car. They're like, oh, they're like just, just. There was like, there was, like, six of us, right? So it would have been, like, 60 bucks. You, like, just put 120 and then a couple of ones and then, like, stack them. But like the 20 and like ones and then just stack them like that and then like just everybody just walk away fuck like, fuck that shit just run and then uh that place eventually became gangnam korean <laughs> <laughs> game what gangnam like gangnam style uh-huh that's what it's called it's a korean oh market. we've been there it's called gangnam yeah, yeah. shit to so give them another chance 
Yeah, new management, so I wasn't scared to go back there. But the service was <laughs> shitty the last time we went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As Gangnam? Huh? It was shitty as Gangnam now? It's that, that same place. Oh, yeah? And to. it's still shitty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those fucking Koreans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, get, you get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caesar, I wanted to... I wanted you to tell the story about uh, when you got into a fight. When you got, oh, yeah. When you got uh, punched. Fuck. Oh, you want me to tell that story? That yeah, was insane. That's a, that's a crazy ass story. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of ups and downs to this story. Um, so I graduated. Or I, I had my graduation ceremony. Like I walked in, I believe it was May 2015. That must have been four years ago. From college, from university. From uh, University of Castle Long Beach. Yeah, so uh, George came down naturally as one of my brothers and spiritual guides in life. Uh, he came to witness that moment, mm-hmm. and uh, he stayed that day, and the following night we had, like, a big-ass turn-up, like... <laughs> I invited all my, like, work friends and, like, just people that just showed up. So that party got fucking crazy. <laughs> At one point, I remember they, like, Edward 40 hands me. They got two 40s, and then they taped my hands on them. And, like, you couldn't take them off because you had two 40s in your hands. You like, <laughs> beers like, this. like, duct tape beers to yeah, your hands. Yeah, you can't. Like, if you have to take a piss, it's, like, too bad. You got to finish at least one of them. Fuck. So, <laughs> and then... I would drink it and like when I would like look away or take my mind off it, they would. They were, people were joining like they were putting like whiskey in my beers and shit. Oh my god! I, I was fucked up, George. Uh, <laughs> so George was sleeping in my room at the end of the night, and then I remember it was like five in the morning, and George was like kind of like crying or like whimpering. About uh, what? I don't know, cause he was sleeping on the floor, and I was like, hey, look, like sleep on the bed. Sleep were you dreaming? Bed. I don't fucking know. He was out. I don't know. He was fucked up. Well, anyways, the story goes. Uh, <laughs> I told. I tried. I tried to wake George up so that he could like sleep on my bed, and he's like, you know, he he gets up and then he's like, <sighs> he's like whimpering. Like I can't understand what he's trying to say. Or, like what he means. <laughs> he's like, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. I was like, well, here. Like I tried to like put his arm around mine and I tried to take him to the restroom he's like oh no no no, no I gotta make it he just started shaking his head <laughs> and he just turned her around pisses <laughs> in your I luggage just, I just and started pissing in my luggage so I, I had this uh, <laughs> you're gonna go to Mexico I had this suitcase cause that follow was there fuck it was wide open during that going, time yeah it was <laughs> Luckily, I hadn't packed shit yet. It was just happened to be Damn. open. And you pulled a moo. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, so I like, George just like starts peeing on my luggage. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I never thought in my life I was going to see that shit. And then I'm like, all right, George. And I <laughs> I lifted his, his underwear and like, I should have. Because like, he wouldn't put it back on, right? I know that feeling. <laughs> so I, tr- I helped him out. I helped him out. And then he's like, <sighs> kind of kept whimpering. And then I like laid him down on the bed and I gave him a blanket. And then he just kind of like went back to sleep. <laughs> and then I was just like awake, like looking around like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, anyway. Did you throw out the luggage? Mm, yeah, I took it outside. But I, I think my mom cleaned it. I'm not sure. <laughs> so anyways um sorry about at that this, uh, <laughs> it, it's all good man honestly 
I wouldn't have traded. Like, seeing that shit happen, witness it with my own two eyes, <laughs> I feel like we grew closer that day. <laughs> For sure. You, George. George, <laughs> we spoke earlier about my first time getting drunk and how George cleaned up all my vomit and shit. Damn. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, you owed me. Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> owed you. Wait, was that the same night you got punched? So, so this is where the the cycle of events, like... Oh, uh, okay. The snowball starts gaining some traction. Uh-huh. So at the party, I was pretty fucked up. Like I said, I invited some friends, some coworkers, mm-hmm. uh, my cousins from next door. Uh, come over. They're like, hey, is it cool if I bring my friend, whatever? I was like, as long as there's no bullshit, like, it's all good. Um, you know, throughout the night, I was drank cop- copious amounts of alcohol. I was like, I was not in my right state. So, um... Uh, basically, you know, people started leaving, and you know, as the night goes on, people were kind of fucked up. George was pretty fucked up. Uh, Alvaro, one of his friends, he uh, he was like on the way to the front of the house because he parked his car in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. Our party was in my garage, so then uh, I guess he tried to like open the door, and then he like passed out. He had a beer can like on top of his hood. And like, I guess he was, like, about to drive home, and he was, like, still drinking. Fuck. And so one of my friends, I guess, like, they left, like, Ernest or Jed or one of my close friends that spent the night. They left early in the morning, and then they were, like, got in the car or whatever. They're, like, leaving, and then they saw him, like, just laying there. So they took a picture. Mm. And then the story goes that at from some point after that, he gets arrested. Uh, I guess, like, cops somebody must have patrolled. Cops. Somebody must have patrolled and saw, and, like, what the fuck? So, fuck. and it was already, like, the intoxication is, like, evident. He had, like, motive. Like, he already had his keys out. Like, obviously, he was clearly about to, like, drive home. Yeah. He still had the uh, open container. Like, he was like, fuck. Yeah. Um, so, my friend sent me that picture that next morning. Obviously, we were all hungover and shit. We sent me that picture. He's like, hey, who's like, who is this guy? Like, I don't, I don't know. Is that your friend? I couldn't identify him by the picture. Actually, I'm gonna try and find it. Uh, but uh, I sent it to my cousin Braulio Alvaro, mm-hmm. and then they. Uh, <gasps> oh fuck. He's like, oh shit, that was my homie, and then he kind of said that uh, he got picked up that night because of the, you know, he was passed out. Shit. <laughs> so um, he told me that. He, when he talked to his friend, he's like, hey, like, there's a picture of you, like, you know, like, from oh that God. night. And then he told his friend that he got it from me, so then I guess he must have thought, like, oh, like I... That I you ratted on him? I did him dirty, or, mm. like, I did something to... You're like, look at this fool's all drunk, taking pictures, well, just sending it to everyone. And it wasn't even like that, because I was just trying to find out who it was. I didn't really recall, like... Yeah hanging out with him so he just he just was an extra body at the party but anyway so when I did guess, you see him next uh i didn't see him at all but what happened was that um there was a significant event afterwards where um it's kind of hard to like say without like disclosing like personal information about people but i mean you know they basically my cousin said that they were trying to kill each other him and his friend uh, they were on like drugs and shit and I don't know what their where their beef came from but his friend used to be somebody that 
you know, like, I would walk home from school and, like, sometimes I'll see them, like, in the front of the house with my cousins or, you know, just shit like that. So they already, everybody knew me as, you know, cousins of Alvaro Braulio, like, these guys. Mm -hmm. Even though I wasn't, like, really, like, hanging out with them or, like, you know, like, doing shit, bad shit, whatever. But I was, you know, I just, like, I had to, I interacted with them. But anyways, uh, next time he told me, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's a, if you see him, like, just don't talk to him, don't mind him, no business, just keep on, keep on trucking. He's like, he, we're trying, they're trying, he told me that they were trying to kill each other. He's, Fuck. he was high on meth and, um, like, he can hurt somebody. Just, uh, so I was like, okay, whatever. And then, um, from there, it just randomly happened that I was working at Starbucks and this is when I was still going to school. I was like, I was in finals. And uh, after work, I stopped at that gas station by my house to get gas, obviously, and also to um, to get like a monster or something. Mm-hmm. So I got a drink and then uh, I was paying my gas. I was like, oh, like pump, like 20 on like pump this one, whatever. And I saw him like, at the entrance, he walked in, and then he was, like, at the entrance, at the store entrance. So, like, I was, like, paying for my shit while he came in, and then he's, like, hey, what's up? And then, so I seen him, like, kind of, like, shuffling through some magazines, like, you know. I was, like, oh, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in a while. How you been? And I just try to, like, keep it cool, just, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, oh, yeah, man. He's, like, oh, yeah, man. I haven't seen you since your party. And I was, like, oh, yeah, that's a while ago, huh? So I just tried to, like, act dumb, like, fuck, you know? And so I finished bagging for shit. I had, like, my Red Bull, like, in my, like, it was like a monster in, a, in, like, a bag. I was walking out. I was like, all right, man, I'll see you. And then he just turned around and, like, just sucker punched me. Outside? In front of the nah, store? No, it was inside. Like, I didn't In even, the store? Because he, he was blocking the door. And he didn't care? Did the, the cashier come out and help you or anything? Uh, He was able to punched me a few more times he chipped off my tooth and he broke my nose Fuck. and then uh he still hit me like a few more times but honestly after the first one i was already like what the fuck like i didn't feel like the other ones i know i was getting hit but like, i got i wasn't feeling pain like mm. like oh shit hit me again. damn uh it wasn't until afterwards that i'm like i like start notice that like my my tooth was chipped and your you face know, is bleeding yeah, I was bleeding, like, profusely. Like, I went like this, and it just, like, came down. Did the... So the... So the people that were assholes, they didn't really help me, like, at all. They were like, oh, yeah, you should go home, and whatever. What the fuck? But I was like, dude, I mind you, I was probably, like, concussed. I was not, you know... Yeah. They didn't even call the cops or anything? No, so... Maybe they're so used to it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. But uh, I did. I drove home. I remember I called Vicky, and I was like, hey, like, I, I need you to take care of me. Like, I, uh, something just happened. She's like, well, what happened? Whatever. She comes over, and she saw me. She's, like, crying. And then I was like, yeah, I had, like, calm down. I was like, shh, man. If I go inside, um, my mom will see, and then she'll freak out. And then, you know, I would it would be a, a bigger thing than it really was. But... Um, so, yeah, they, Vicky came to clean me up. Then Samuel came outside. Y'all, she's also like, oh, what's going on? He's like, oh, what happened? We did this, whatever. Uh, so Vicky's like, 
let me take you to the ER. Or, like, she, she told me, like, need to call, like, somebody to check you out. And I was like, man, I was like, we just go to the doctor tomorrow. But she's like, nah. And then, so she called them, then, like, the, the police came, the fire people, the fire truck came, and they, the paramedics, like, looked at me, and they're like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine, whatever. Then uh, the police wanted to take statements. So he's like, basically wanted me to explain like how is it that i got home and i didn't report it over there like what was like what happened so i told them like exactly what they told me and i was like look i just got here like so then the cops started questioning me like oh what's your relationship to this guy like why would he hit you Mm. and the that reason the picture reason it wasn't clear to me then because it just hadn't occurred to me like Oh, maybe he wanted to hurt me because of that. Maybe he wanted to hurt me because it was, I was related to my cousin and that was like his way of like. Retaliating. I guess, yeah. So it's like, I can't say for sure, you know, why he did what he did, but, um, yeah. So, um, so what happened was once the police and like the lights and all those people came, like. Everybody came. My mom came. My dad came outside. My tío, my tía. Like, Braulio's dad and mom. Mm-hmm. I never even seen his mom come outside. Even she came all the way out. And then Braulio Navarro came uh, eventually. And he was basically like, oh, who kid? Who did this? Like, And I was like, well, I was like, he was your friend. Like, <laughs> I was pissed off, you know? I didn't want to see him. But uh, he, he leaves and he comes back and he comes back with his gun. Oh, and, my uh, God. I was like, like you know he was like pissed off like if he was gonna go look for him and like kill him or whatever oh my god and i was like man i was like dude the cops are coming like put that shit away i was like you're gonna make things worse so when the when the cops like came and everything i uh i didn't know too much about him because i tried to stay as far away from like my cousin and like the bullshit he was in i didn't want to know like i didn't want to know information to incriminate him that's not that was never my that's never been like my intention you get me so i just try not to know anything but so in this case the cops were like oh like what the fuck so i tried explaining to them like what happened and they're like no really like did you i don't know like you gave me like they're like they didn't like i'm like it told them it's my cousin's friend like this is my relationship to him is i know his name's edward and used to hang, hang around here and then so then Alvaro Braulio one of them is like oh yeah he has a gun and then the cop's like are you sure he has a gun it's like it's like that's really important information because if you're telling me he has a gun and he's not cooperative then like you know it could get it could get like like deadly and they asked me like oh do you want to prosecute and I was like yeah fuck yeah I want to prosecute what the fuck that's not yeah and uh they're like all right and then yeah basically he just was living out in the streets and then they didn't really catch him for like the longest time so i always had that kind of like insecurity or just like um like that anxiety of like fuck if he wanted to like do some shit he knows where i live he knows how to get to me like, mm. and he's still out there and I didn't know like why and like all that shit for at first, so it was like it was kind of like scary. I was like, damn, dude, that shit sucks. Um, but I heard that eventually he got caught up because 
a bunch of businesses like in that corner like where there's a gas station there's a jack-in-the-box the 7-eleven so he, i guess he was like stealing shit from all those stores and then they all filed like so many claims on him that eventually like they got a, a bench warrant and then he got caught up like doing some shoplifting or something like that and uh yeah and i don't know i don't know what happened to him i haven't seen him since he might be out there i don't know i don't really think Fuck. about it I don't really think about it anymore, to be honest. Well, that's I, good that you yeah. Even though that. even though that traumatic experience happened, I wish he is living his best life now. What the fuck? Of no, course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I'm just I mean, it's better for him to be living his best life because it makes it better for everyone and. Best life meaning not harming and yeah, hurting others. Exactly. That's the main. Particularly. Reason. That's the main mm. reason. To not harm others. Yeah. That's an important distinction. Yes. For sure. Like, you mean, like, living... To rephrase that, I just wish that he grows to be a better human being towards society Mm -hmm. is the biggest key. Because for him to keep hurting people like that and, like, hurting Caesar, like, he probably did, like, some crazier things to other people you just never know about, you know? That's just a harm against everyone. And that, it, that just harms us overall, like, in society. It's like, you know, you make the world better by making yourself better first. Mm. So for him to not even work on that, or I don't know. I don't know where he's at well, now. Well, it's, it's hard to say, but fuck. I remember you sent me that picture of your chip too, and it was like, fuck. I remember you yeah. showed it to me. Did you see that, Jennifer? No. The world's bloody. You said you liked it. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't, notice, I didn't notice that your tooth was chipped. Oh, you, oh no, it was. You sent me one like this. It was like this. I deleted him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so pissed off. I didn't oh, even yeah. know that until today. Yeah. That his tooth was chipped. Yeah. I thought he was just bleeding. And I was no. like, okay. He got fucked. Fight up. club. Yeah, hey, was... to make you feel better, my front tooth is chipped too. Hey, chipped. <laughs> and it's cracked in, internally. You know how? How? <laughs> yeah, <wow>. This is <laughs> when I was in middle school. As a dumbass, I was biking and my my helmet wasn't on all the way, right? Like, it was kind of big, and it kind of goes back. Yeah. And my forehead would kind of, like, be exposed a little bit and not really, you know, cover my face or give that that um, buffer in between, like, if I fall on the floor, like, mm-hmm. to my face. And so, as a dumbass, <laughs> in my hometown neighborhood, I was biking super, super fast, like, from Nakota Sack, going down and it kind of goes downhill and i couldn't control it and break in time and i was like oh no and i fucking f- fell like and flew like i flew a little bit and fell on my face so i had like a fucking scratch on my forehead i had a chip on my front tooth right here it's and i have like there, right? yeah it's still kind of there it's not as, it's not a big um chip but you can see an internal um crack in the front tooth Damn. um and I was crying. I had cuts all over. And and then I was, like, kind of struggling to get up. I'm like, fuck, I'm dizzy. <laughs> like a fucking dumbass. I broke so, my hand in a similar way. But fuck. I put my, my hand in front of my face. Wait, wait, I need, to, oh, I need to tell you guys how I tripped my tooth the first time. Wait, first what? time? It, it involved a ladder, Thanksgiving, and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> WWE? We, we used to have bunk beds. No, we used to have bunk beds in my room. And then uh, I remember it was Thanksgiving. And 
uh, I don't remember what we were teasing Sam, me and Vicky, and then Sam was like in the top bunk and we were just talking shit and Sam was just like, like to the point where he was just like steaming, and then he he like jumped down from the top bunk, picked up the ladder and like the ladder had some hooks and he just like. <gasps> Jammed that shit straight into my mouth, like boom, boom. What the fuck? And so he like took off like this whole like half. Were you tooth. and you're bleeding and shit? No, the the fucked up part was it was just my tooth, so like my <gasps> nerve was like, uh, you know, like. Oh my thing? god, and, like, I Samuel! Would breathe, I would breathe and like the wind like hit me. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. Sensitivity. <laughs> it was like this whole like half of the thing. Like, I had a headache like, oh, immediately and like. We were, <laughs> oh my god! Y'all know what the real fucked up part about it was? Like I had just barely chipped my tooth. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And my mom's like, "Hey, hurry up! We're gonna miss church." <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck church. So then we go to Thanksgiving church, right? And Thanksgiving church, it's about you giving went with thanks. A chipped tooth? And my brother, yeah, I'm, I'm like, my brother's like sitting right there. I'm like, man, this motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. And so, uh, whatever. I'm just like, whatever. I'm not gonna make it a big deal. But, like, it hurt. Like, it was oh uncomfort. Discomfort. Wait, did you fix and it? Or is it still Yeah, I got fixed the next day. Black how Friday. did you How did you fix it? My dentist is wonders. wonders <laughs> Plastered that shit? Well, anyways. You found the other piece. The, you're like, here you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The mask was, like, extra fucking long. Because <laughs> they do it in, like, five languages. And then they have dances and shit. It's, like, the special Thanksgiving mask. Oh, my God. Fuck, I remember that whole time thinking, like, this shit has to end right now. This shit has to end. Like, I'm like, oh, like I need to go. Like, this shit hurts. And then during the dinner, my everyone's a wise ass, like, oh, you can still eat. Just fucking put the food on this side. Oh, uh, like, you're like in extreme pain. <laughs> you need Fuck. ibuprofen or something. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I tried icing it, and it was just like, the oh my God. Was immense. And there's no dentist open on Thanksgiving. No, yeah, because it's fucking nothing that was covered yeah. by my. So then Black Friday, like earliest fuck, like they took me in, and then the doctor's like, "Oh yeah." Did you get your tooth half off? Or they basically <laughs> <laughs> Black Friday. They basically charged me triple. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first time I chipped my tooth. What's the worst pain you felt, George? Uh, it was the wisdom tooth. Oh, the wisdom really? Tooth. Oh, yeah, yes, that was a really bad. Oh, no, I... I my, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I, I a, had a broken hand for a week because my parents were in denial that it was broken. Really? It oh, was, my fucking yeah, shit. Broken for a Did week. Did you finally get a cast for it? After a week, yeah. Uh, my parents took me to a sobador. It's just like a healer, like a massage person with no qualifications, just experience, oh just life experience, made uh. it worse. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't even sneeze without it hurting. Hi, it was purple, it. horrible looking thing. Like looked like a fuck. sausage. What the fuck? <laughs> it was big and purple. Um, eventually, they took me in, and the doctor was like, "You know, I can uh, report you guys for negligence. Like Shit. it's it's been broken for a week. <laughs> like this bone could have popped out." Damn. She would have done, like, the wrong move, and they freaked out. Anyway, they learned a lesson, and ever since then, they wouldn't take us to the doctor for anything. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's the worst pain I've ever felt. And I was a uh, third grader. Uh, third grader. How did you break it? Um, that time, because I broke the same hand twice, <laughs> I had my sandals on the wrong foot. <laughs> so my left one on my right foot and my right one on my left foot. And I was running outside chasing my neighbor. 
<laughs> we were playing tag, I think. And yeah, I, I fell, and my instinct is always to put my hands. Yeah, post. And Damn. Yeah, sure enough, I landed on my Damn. left arm. Do you know what happened to me? Um, so the worst pain I felt was actually also in third grade. I was in karate during that time. And I remember Southridge Middle School. Remember that, George? So outside of the cafeteria, they have, I don't know why the fuck they have this bench, but it's made out of brick and concrete. Cement. It's cement. Yeah, there you go. It's like cement. It's like cement bench. Like sharp ass. fuck? Like it's sharp, yeah, uh, like yeah. it's super sharp the on the corners, on the edges. Yeah. Like it's like cement. Like it's not even like paved cement. Mm-hmm. It was like still really, really bumpy, and it was uncomfortable and it was super hard. Bench. It's like, what do we do with this extra concrete? Let's exactly. Make a bench. And so during karate, I remember there was a break when I wasn't really in like. I, I wasn't training on that day, but I still went with my siblings anyways. And I was playing with um, my friend at that time. I remember her name is Becky. And I remember seeing her like up until high school too at Kaiser. She was also at Kaiser, but we grew apart. She was like a theater person or whatever. But anyways, um, we were playing, jumping up and down on the bench. And all of a sudden, like, I hit my shin against the oh. corner of the bench. And then I felt like a sharp pain and then it went away. I was like, oh, that's weird. And I remember I was wearing white shoes. And all of a sudden I was like playing. I was like, hey, what's wrong? And she was looking down at my leg. And I'm like, why the fuck? And I was literally like gushing out blood. Like it felt so numb to the point where I couldn't even feel it. Like I just felt pulsating. And literally I was so fucking close. I hit it so hard. Like I have the, no, it's not this one. It's right here. You see my scar right here? Oh, yeah. I hit it so hard that it broke open my skin. You could see my muscle. I have a similar story with getting stitches on my knee. Yeah, like it was, Ugh. it opened up so big. You don't so feel it. You don't feel it. Yeah, you don't feel it, and it, it you could see my muscle. And they were saying, like, I was so fucking lucky. Like, centimeters, no, millimeters more, I would have hit one of my nerves and got paralyzed. Let me see, George. On my leg. No, the way I got stitches was uh, conditioning for volleyball. We were doing um, Indian runs. So the Uh whole team is running in a line, and the person in the back has to go all the way to the front. So you have to sprint all the way to the front, beat everyone in the line. Uh I fall, and I kind of dragged a little, and our our track was uh, sand. Yeah. It wasn't even, like, cushiony or anything Uh like that, nothing fancy shit and uh i just got back up and i kept running sprinting you know like my 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 team left me so you have to catch up got all the way to the front and then it my coach just like torres like just screams my name and i'm like what and he's like he's like you didn't notice like you're bleeding it's all the way to your socks damn and i'm like oh no like you know i didn't even know was it on your shin too no it was on my knee i tore the skin open Oh, so I fell and I tore it because I kept running. Mm. I kept running, so it just kept like opening and opening. Oh, and opening. God. So they had to like. Yeah. Were you see? Stitch oh, okay, yeah. I still have them. Yeah. yeah. And then I know I got surgery right here on my right foot mm-hmm. where um, the outside a of bunion. my. No, it wasn't, <laughs> uh, it wasn't a bunion, it was a cyst. It was turning into a bunion. Because remember, I fucked up my. 
my foot, like it was growing like a cyst right here. It was a calcify cyst. How does that happen on your foot? Yeah, because I was in track. It was happening during when I was in like track and field. Tight impact shoes. It wasn't impact and the it wasn't rubbing. No, it wasn't mostly the tight shoes. I had comfortable shoes. It was more of the two different types of running I was doing. I was doing sprinting, training for sprinting, and long distance, like back and forth, back and forth in the same day, like continuously, mm. to a point where my foot like is growing like a bump, and I'm like, what is this? And they and they took me in, and it's like, oh, it's. It's a cyst, but it's getting calcified because it's going to turn into a bunion, which forms as part of your bone. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, no. Like, it started hurting like to a point I couldn't walk. And so I got surgery for them to remove the cyst. And I remember, George, we were together that time. <laughs> yeah. And then I was wearing a booty. And then we took a picture together when I was uh, – I just got out of the surgery, and it looked like I was having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> in the picture <laughs> Tracy Tracy is so pussy that she, that we went to uh, well pussy in terms of like of the surgery that she got uh-huh. uh, oh my god because we went to my cousin's house and all my tias were there and they're like what happened you had surgery what happened with your foot she's like oh yeah I had this this bunion and it was like this and then they're like what how big was it like oh it was this big and but I was hurting my feet I had to get surgery <laughs> and they're like what the bunion and then like, oh, yeah. like, like this one? Like, <laughs> this like, one? Got, like, yeah, it's, it's like fucking this big and shit. Like, this. Like, and then Tracy's like, yeah, you should get that, you should you get that check that. <laughs> oh my God. That shit was hurting me, especially running. <laughs> like all of their feet are all fucked up. <laughs> hey, I don't want fucked up feet. <laughs> but would you say your pain tolerance is high? Yeah, even when mm-hmm. even when I got stitches on my shin, they were like, I was a third grader, and they were saying like, "Wow, this doesn't hurt you." I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm just yeah. like." I was in. It high was school. like a little pinch, like I felt little pinches when they were stitching me, and I didn't mm-hmm. feel it. And they're like, "Wow, you're really like, yeah. you're really tolerant on this." I'm like, yeah, "They told me if I wanted to get it glued, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. if I wanted stitches." I'm like. Uh, glued yeah i automatically oh yeah they did ask me that too <laughs> I was like, the glue's like, not gonna glued. last i don't know who's going through my mind i'm yeah. like is it waterproof like is it <laughs> <laughs> i got i got glue on, oh, my, no on my left eyebrow oh yeah what me, happens? My, me and my older sister we were taking out the vinyl flooring mm-hmm. and putting new ones <laughs> and if you've uh. ever taken it there's the, the the um sticky part that is uh has like a a paper that's really smooth mm-hmm. and then you take it off and then you put it on the ground so that paper when if you're putting a lot of vinyl floor that paper just builds up because you're taking it off placing it taking it yeah. off placing it. so then my sister pushed me and we had the spatulas to take out the thing so she pushed me and i'm like what the fuck and I'm, probably, <laughs> I'm probably like what seven eight oh my god and then she pushes me so i go start chasing her and i'm running <laughs> And I turn the corner and I slip on one and I fucking poke that oh. shit. It was that close from your eye. Yeah, same so same kind of crazy. story. Like, oh, you were so close. If you had gone, I would have gotten paralyzed on my leg. Yeah, yeah. they said I would have lost yeah. my eye because it would have just poked me right there. But it got me like on top, like with the bone. <sighs> fucking hell. Went to the emergency room and then they were like, you know what? We could we could glue this shit. <laughs> and I was like, glue? Yeah, sure, glue. <laughs> Super glue. Yeah, I'm versus saying. stitches. So they just yeah. they just put like glue and then they put it and then they were like, yeah. I wonder I if it, it hurts less. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you... Uh, what kind of glue is it? Um, that's like special glue. Crazy do, you think, glue? do you think they're going to start using <laughs> yeah. uh, 3D printing uh, on e- people? Eventually, yes. Fuck. 
No, Speak. just you put some like ramen noodles on it. <laughs> Have you seen those memes? No. No? No. Oh, they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of them. No. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, um, it's it's an hour and thirty nine minutes in. I feel like, I feel like uh, we're we're good on time. Um, any final thoughts on this? I mean, we're still gonna be talking, <laughs> but. I mean, is there a hard deadline? No. Go sleeping. No. I I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to tell this story just because we're continuing on this path of uh, pain and stitches and stuff. <laughs> so I take out sutures at work, and uh, I was seeing this guy who had some fingers chopped off. Oh my god! So oh, I remember you he had you sutures, that. so I had to take them off. So uh, I I get him in, and I'm talking to him. And I'm like, okay, how's it going? And I'm, like, getting ready to set up, you know, cleaning it. And I'm like, so what happened? And he has, like, two or three fingers chopped off from one hand. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, well, I was mowing the lawn. And I was drinking some alcohol. And the mower got stuck. So I reached my hand in to unstuck it. And then it just turned on. And now I'm here. (laughs) So I'm like, fuck. So I look on his other hand. And also, like, two or three fingers are chopped off from the other hand. So I'm like, damn, this guy had, like, a deformity or something, and he, like, doesn't have good grasp of his, like... So I'm like, what happened? Like, how? what happened? Tell me the story with the other one. He's like, oh, this one? He's like, mm, it was, like, two years ago. I was mowing the lawn. Oh, my God, the same thing. I was drinking some alcohol, and, like, it got stuck, and... I had to like, get it unstuck. So what? I Don't drink hand. alcohol while blowing a lawn. <laughs> no, you know what I'm thinking? Jesus. That he's one of those people who want to get rid of body parts. You guys have heard of this, right? Yes. That want like their legs chopped off just because yeah. they don't want them there? Yeah. It's so fucking What is that funny. called? They feel like they're uh, they're like disabled, like para-disabled. Yeah, like it's not like their leg or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't want that's it. so weird. Yeah. yeah. So fuck- it's like, like my past life, I'm a disabled person, so cut this off. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they really feel mm-hmm. like they... That's so fucking crazy. Uh, the first time I seen that was in Jerry Springer, this mm. guy who had um, chopped off his legs. Yeah. Who would yeah. consent to that, to chop it off for, or, or they, he they did it don't. himself? They have to like travel like outside of the U.S. to yeah. get it approved. This guy, he did it himself. People want it. Oh, God. He did it himself? How did he do it? Uh, He said he would, like, um, inject stuff to, like, get it infected. But then he would go to the emergency room and tell him to cut it off. But then they would always fix it. And then one time he, like, got a chainsaw and he started chainsawing it. And then, like, got stuck. And then eventually he... Jesus. He said he would, like, tie something really, really, really tight around his knee. And then he would, like, sit on it for like days at a time until it turned purple and he'd be like all right this is now it's gonna go but then they like stabilize it and then they bring it until so he finally did the chainsaw thing oh my god Fuck. okay let's not talk about this anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me like the chills like ah yeah. <laughs> disgusting that's yeah. so crazy it sounds like a horror movie like yeah i don't know how that happens yeah you just don't want to limp it's there's a I mean, the the human being, the mind can f- really be fucked up. Like yeah. uh, it's, the yeah. free, the my strange addiction. You seen those? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like they all have something fucked up during their past life or experiences that make them 
cope or think that way. Like, for instance, one lady, she was eating her husband's ashes because she was so oh, yeah. distraught. Oh, I saw that one. Mm-hmm. That shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> or the lady that sniffed gasoline all day. Yeah. There's, there's one of uh, people that, girls that drink gasoline. As an addiction. What the fuck? That's oh, I saw another an one. Expensive addiction. There was a girl that, <laughs> there was a girl that um, loves the smell of bleach that to a point where she'll bathe herself in bleach and drink some. Sometimes. I saw one of a girl that's eating, burning her skin. nail files. She what? She would eat nail files. Wait, the like fi- the what you oh, use yeah, yeah, yeah. to file your nails? Yeah. God damn! Oh, fucked up your Or teeth. glass eaters. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, that uh, that's pretty. It's like up. a weird turn. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, was, I was gonna ask. You yes. know, we talked about people with like missing limbs. Have you ever encountered somebody with an extra finger? Or. Mm, yeah. Who? I mean, just, in a critic. Yeah, I mean, it's not that. It's it's, it's not that um, big of a deal. Like, oh, you got an extra finger. Okay. It's uncommon though, right? It's uncommon for sure. I've never seen someone with an extra finger in real I've, life. I've I haven't either. A little appendage. I've yeah. seen it on two occasions. Really? Uh, one was a bank teller in uh, Fullerton, and she has an extra like pinky like sticking out, like little tiny one. And like it would always trip me out because this lady was cool. I I never like mentioned it, never said anything about it, made eye contact, thank you, ma'am. You know, like just respectful. She was really cool, and she would attend me like every other time that I was there and uh, but it would trip me out because she would like paint her like fingernails and then that would too (laughs) that's so cute so So she's embracing it and but then like uh, my boss would uh, also go cash some checks and then she would be like eh you see that I was like damn you're a bitch like what the fuck but anyways and then the first was uh, we went we had this camping trip in like elementary school it was a five day like Monday through Friday stay at the camp site whatever and like everybody in fifth grade goes like everybody just goes uh and one of my friends we were about to like shower so you got to get in line for like the showers and then the showers would be like three minutes next like three minutes next. three minutes <laughs> yeah you have to shower yeah, fast right? and like my friend were walking and then i looked down and i was like is that an extra toe <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah and it was like <laughs> yeah it was odd because the extra toe was like a little bit down like so you know say like this is like your knuckles for your feet your feet also have like these knuckles yeah so it was like a little bit below an offset from the knuckles of like his pinky so it was like kind of on the, on the side of his foot mm-hmm. And I was, he's like, yeah, my mom tried to cut it off when I was little <gasps> and like shit like that. And I was like, fuck, dude. What the and fuck? And at that moment, I felt really bad because I pointed it out. And then like everybody's like, what, what the fuck? And then some people, some of the kids, you know, like they were just tripping out. Like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Yeah, you some of them were kind of grossed out. And I was like, hey, man, just, you know, we're just trying to shower. Like, just shower. All right. So, then, you know, the, ca- the counselor came too, like, and then. Everybody He's like, who got six toes? You <laughs> <laughs> see immediately. But yeah, that was pretty trippy. And then after that, like, I try not to bring it up because I'm yeah. sure he's pretty sensitive about that kind of yeah. stuff. Are you still friends with him? No, I have no idea what happened to him. <laughs> it's just and a memory. After yeah. middle school, he like faded. Mm-hmm. There was a guy that was in the VA hospital in my first semester of nursing school who had to get his pinky amputated because he has diabetes. And he would walk around in his garden, and then 
he would get like a cut. He wouldn't feel it. He wouldn't take care of it until it was too late. Shit. And he had to get it cut off. And they cut it off like with the bone too. And he had to get like physical therapy for like a long ass time because he yeah. can't walk straight. Yeah, he walks normally. Yeah, throws you off. Yeah, uh, it, would, it would like fuck him up to the point where he would like fall and shit. Yeah. Damn. Damn. That's how I take felt with my sis. <laughs> so you don't make fun of me. <laughs> like, I couldn't walk. Like, it was putting, like, a lot more pressure. Like, if I run or anything, it, like, had extreme pain. Yeah. So mm. I was like, fuck, I need, I need to cut this shit off. Well, <laughs> I, I thought you had high pain tolerance. That's why. Well, not when it's, like, continuous Chronic So pain, I want to I wanna I ask, guess. on the flip side, what's, like, the most relief you felt, like, pain relief? Mm. Or like shit, like I need to shit so hard. Like you, oh, you finally get to let it all out. <laughs> what's what's the most relief physically you've ever felt in your life? Uh, so <laughs> there's it, it's in contrast with like missing something bad. Like okay, that didn't happen. Woof, relief washes over. But we were talking about nightmares earlier. Oh yeah. Um, but oh some, yeah. Sometimes I'll get some recurring nightmares. Like I haven't had it lately, but it's this a reoccurring thing from a childhood, where I'll feel like, I'll feel like that sensation of like, don't grind your fucking teeth. Like don't mm. don't squeeze your teeth. Don't squeeze your teeth. And like, like I just feel like tossing and turning. Like don't squeeze. Like I will try my hardest not to squeeze. Like clench my clench my jaw. And then throughout the course of the dream, I'm just, like, struggling with that. Don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it. And then eventually, throughout, as the dream progresses, eventually I press on my hard, really jaw, like, really hard. And then I feel like my teeth break, like, and I'm oh like, God. fuck. Now all my teeth are cracked. Like, I have that feeling, mm. like, fuck. Mm. So then I wake up, and I wake up with that, like, like I like I, I still have that feeling from that dream. So what time I waking up? Like, yeah. fuck, man. Like, and then eventually it's like, okay, I didn't. I no, my teeth are good. Okay, <laughs> but it's yeah. that, it's that like sense of oh, I didn't do it. Um, the the dream. I think it. I think that's like a. It's a common thing for people uh, that like feel like don't do it, don't do it, and then oh fuck, I did it. Because a lot of my patients that are trying to stop using alcohol or opioids, they'll say that they have the dreams, though, of, they, of them relapsing. I've never had a dream like that. Well, mm. have you? No. <laughs> you haven't been trying to get off opioids. No. <laughs> but, but, but their whole life is Were like, you? No, no. But their yeah. whole life is like... That was just like, your fear, I of guess. Of grinding your teeth. Yeah, but their mm. whole life is like, don't, don't use, don't use. Mm -hmm. And then they'll have a dream where like, They'll they use, relapse. and then they wake up like, fuck, I used. But then they're like, no, no, I didn't use. It was just a dream. Because that's their biggest fear, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I would have some really, really crazy nightmares that would give me relief afterwards when I wake up. I would be telling a lot of it to George. Like, I have, so the type of dreams I have, it's like I'm in a different dimension. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Like, there's one vivid dream I had where I was already dead, and I was in a whole other world where all these, and I thought I was, like, one of the ghosts. And this world, we were all, like, in a building for some reason, in a totally different world. And then me and another group of people that I don't know their faces, but I've seen their faces in my dream, but I don't even know them. And so we're like, oh, we're ghosts. And I, or no, not we're ghosts. Sorry, I got it wrong. We thought there was other ghosts mm. in the building. 
And we were scared. Like, oh, don't go outside. And so I finally went outside. And I realized, like, oh, they're not, like, you know, they're just like us. We're also ghosts, you know? Because it's like that kind of middle ground where you, like, I found out that I was dead by just interacting with those other people. Like, oh, we're dead, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a dream where, like, oh, I I need to go back to my world. Like, I died, and George is still here. Mm. You know, that was the thing. Like, I need to go back to my world. And they're saying, don't try to do it, because if you leave this area, it's not a guarantee that you could find your way back, or it's not a guarantee that you could be in your physical form again in this world. And I'm like, no, I have to go back. And I felt, like, this extreme, like, anger, sadness, you know. And then I was going, and I was walking out, and I was about to, like, and I walked out of the building in front of the building and I saw like, it's just all desert, like bare desert. And it's not even guaranteed that you're going to make it by going over there. Cause you're just going to end up, you're not going to die again. You're just going to end up getting lost mm-hmm. and you're just going to be like some lost soul, like, like in, not in an area and of a community of talking to people mm-hmm. until finally, um, like a security person that kind of acted like George and kind of looked like him in a way. And then he was like talking to me or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I kind of like decided to stay. And then I'll have like other weird dreams too, where it's like, I'm in like in this other dimension of feeling like extreme. Like I see like demon shape or something. Like someone trying to chase me. Or, like, some weird fucking shit. And then I'll just feel this extreme pain and sadness. And then I would wake up, and I'll still kind of feel that when I wake up, like, within a few minutes. And then it kind of fades away. I was like, wow, that's not my reality. Like, this is my reality. My reality is, like, so much better. Like, my reality is pretty much my dream, you know, of, like, the life that I would want. And so, yeah. That's, that's real beautiful. Yeah. And then there'd be, like, other dreams, too, that I remember, like, um, my grandma. Well, she I took her as a grandma. She's my uncle's mom. Her name is Mrs. Pino, and she died recently, and I felt, like, like really, really sad because I was pretty close to her. Mm. Um, and so I had a dream about her, and I was like, oh, man. Like, it, we were, like, in the middle of a forest, and there's a cabin, and I saw me, my siblings only. Like it was, everything was like light and um, birds were chirping and everything was beautiful. And I see her sitting on the chair and she just kind of like looking at me. And um, she was talking to me. Cause you know how one of those dreams, like they don't really talk, but you know what they're saying? Telepathy. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Telepathy. And so I just saw me and my siblings there and that's it. And then she was like, oh, I'm always watching over you. Like, you don't have anything to worry about. And so when I woke up like that, like, made me really emotional, like, but relieved at the same time, like, oh, she's in a good place. How do you remember all of these details in your dreams? It comes and goes, like... Is it recurrent, the ones that you're telling no, us? No, they're not recurrent. Ones? They're all different. I just re- they're just so vivid. I just feel like when a lot of people talk about their dreams, yeah, like, you make well, a lot I don't of shit remember. Up. Yeah. No, like, like I don't in, remember this gaps, part, but... Yeah. Mm. For me... I felt it was so vivid because it the emotion itself and the feeling mm-hmm. kind of overlaps when I wake up. Mm. And I still feel it within that when few you minutes. Wake up. Yeah. When I wake up and I'm just sitting there like thinking about it and I'm like You relive it and relive it. Yeah, and I relive it and think about it, I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck? 
you know. Like, I also had some, uh, it was a long time ago when I was in uh, Chafee College Orchestra mm-hmm. while I was in middle school. Because they had, like, a after-school orchestra where, oh, we were, me and Amy, actually, we were, that's how we met, was in middle school. Um, and we were the only two middle schoolers that was in a high school orchestra. And so, in our orchestra, uh, there was a cello player. She was good friends with my brother, and she actually died in a car accident. Oh, yeah. You had a dream about her. Yep. Yes, <laughs> I have a dream Dang. about her. And so what happened, and I wasn't close with her. I hardly talked to her or anything. And so she was good friends with uh, with Gilbert, my brother that's like two years older than me. Um, and they had their clique together. Like, it wasn't just her and, and Gilbert. It was like these other girls and guys that were together. And so what happened was... They went to Las Vegas for her dancing competition and her boyfriend's driving and they're driving back and they got into a car accident where they hit someone and they're spinning and turning and then they crash. Everyone else in the car survived except for her. She was in the passenger. Yeah. And so what happened was um, we went to her funeral. Her boyfriend's there. Like it was this horrible and my brother was like in pretty bad shape at the time like he didn't want to talk to anyone for like several weeks and like a couple months or so um and so what happened was like two days after the funeral like I didn't even know her at all I had a dream about her like one day in my dream I saw her dancing like doing like ballet on the stage and also the the scene kind of changed like a movie where we're like in an outdoor um, party, everyone was dressed in black, it was at night, and they had string lights, and she was dressed in black, like, just standing in the corner, like, by herself, and I was, and I came up to her, and I was like, it was telepathy, again, she wasn't saying anything, but I saw her, I was like, what's wrong, and she told me, like, oh, I'm alone, like, I don't have anyone, like, I don't know what to do, and I'm really sad, and, and I told her, like, yo, you're not alone, and and so I brought her towards, like, my brother, and then that's when um, he was like, oh, and he took her to, like, their group of friends, and that was my dream. And I woke up, and I was, like, just kind of, like, you know, just looking up in the ceiling, just thinking about it, and I was like, wow, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, I have those vivid dreams like that. Yeah. I mean, I find it pretty sad that I don't really dream as much as, a, like, as I did as a kid. Mm. I have sleep paralysis, which mm. is way scarier, I yeah. feel. The last one I had, the one of the earthquake, mm. how long ago was that? Like a month ago? Maybe, yeah. So <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night thinking there was an earthquake. Mm. So I woke oh. up, um, felt there was a physical earthquake. Like I felt my body quaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I woke up and I couldn't move. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, I need to get up because I have a ceiling fan mm-hmm. where my room is at. I'm like, I need to get up or the ceiling fan is going to fall on me. I remember thinking that. I oh, couldn't fuck. scream. I couldn't move. Yeah. And so, then I just remember blacking out. And I'm like, oh, I guess I died. Like, I just accepted it. Like, nothing. I'm just like, I guess I died. I just remember, like, just black. Yeah. And just, like, internal monologue. Like, I guess I yeah, died. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's all I thought. And then um, I woke up. And I was in my room again. I was like, what the fuck? And I could move. And I was way more terrified when I woke up 
uh-huh. than when the earthquake was happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I've heard like superstition, like superstition of sleep paralysis is that your soul is leaving your body. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's coming back it came to your back. body. Yeah. But the shaking thing I've never felt before. Hmm. And when I looked it up on Google, it's like your brain um, recovering, mm-hmm. like creating new synapses. Mm. Like it's that's, like restarting that, again. Kind that's of what they, yeah, which is like scary because I'm like, well, what would have happened to begin with that it had to be repaired? Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. The, the sleep paralysis, I felt that before. It's terrifying. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was when I I, it was too. in high school when I was uh, practicing astral projection. Oh, okay. Of like, I've never been able to get there. Yeah, I, I was able to get there. Yeah. And then when I came back from it, I got stuck. I got stuck in my body. And I remember I was like, I was like trying my hardest to like get up and move, but I mm-hmm. couldn't. And then um, I remember I read something online that said, just ask God that you don't want that to happen anymore and like really ask it and really like, I don't want it to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And it never happened ever again. Okay, yeah. that's, that's creepy. Because yeah. the other superstition of uh, sleep paralysis is that there's a demon trying to no, enter your body. That's no, the other thing no. I've heard. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Depends on I, the culture. No, I actually, to be honest, mm-hmm. I actually felt that during... Because you know I have vivid dreams, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually, I remember there's one dream... It's so fucking crazy. So my parents' house now in Fontana, I always felt this weird vibe in it. But I, yeah. But, well, because it used to be an Indian tribe land mm-hmm. there. And so we actually all saw the same little girl in the house. This was like years ago. We haven't seen her because she passed on um, in different instances. But anyways, I had a dream of that house. And I wasn't living in that house anymore. I was in Davis. Um I had a dream of that house, like, sleeping. And all of a sudden, I was trying to run away from this fucking scary-ass demon that looked like Voldemort from Harry Potter. That's, like, <laughs> bald with, like, like a fucking cape and everything, like, chasing me through that house. And I was just alone. Mm-hmm. And then I had the sleep paralysis. Like, I kept falling. Mm-hmm. Like, try to get up. Like, we have stairs. Like, uh, my parents' house have stairs to go upstairs, mm-hmm. right? And it kind of curves. And I try to get up and go. I'm like, I was stuck. And I'm like, fucking go. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, go, go. And I was just like, I was stuck. And it was like right behind me. until so finally, like, and I felt that in my body, like physically too. Mm-hmm. And then finally something snapped and I, and I went. And then I remember I saw it pop up on the window of that room in the end of the hallway that um, my sibling used to live in or like stay in like popped up right there and I was like oh my god and I ran to the bathroom and I locked myself in there and I literally woke up like out of it like I was stuck still like I still felt like stuck and then like I woke up I'm like (gasps) like kind of like exhaled from it like it was a fucking nightmare obviously but like I said the type of dreams I feel like for dreams for me I feel like I always go into these different dimensions for sure it's the dream dimension yeah but in terms of like my spirit, my soul yeah. ventures into these different dimensions of my life or of different dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much of like of my life. Cause it's always all around my life of what I could see and what I experience. Like, Oh, this, this is, this could be my life in this dimension and be a whole bunch of sadness or evil. And then I wake up. It's like, thank God it's not my life. I think it's a way for your brain to cope with everyday life. Mm. 
I think mm. that's what dreams are yeah, for. Yeah, it's like recharging. Recharging, reanalyzing the situation. Yeah. Mm. Maybe in what you, you really felt, but didn't project that yeah. that way in real life. Yeah. I think that's what it is for. Yeah. My, my, my craziest dream for dreaming um, was there's an uncle that who's my dad's uncle we went to go visit him in mexico once they were drinking we're all just hanging out telling stories i was just like there kind of in the corner like listening to all these stories that they were sharing they were drinking and stuff and then like two years later i just got this dream about him uh, it wasn't bad it wasn't good it was just it was just he was talking to me and then i remember i woke up and i was like i was like telling everyone like in the in the uh, breakfast table hey uh remember when we went to rosarito and we were talking to your uncle and we were drinking and I, yeah i remember i remember i was like i had a dream about him they're like really what and i was like yeah i don't know what it was but it was weird like it was good it wasn't bad it wasn't and they're like okay that was weird and like a week later goes by <laughs> and then my dad comes into my room i'm like I'm on my bed doing whatever. My dad comes in. He sits down. He's like, when when did you have that dream? And I was like, it was Tuesday. Mm. He's like, yeah, you did tell us Tuesday. It was the night before. Was, he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, he he died. He died on Tuesday. He mm. died like that night. Fuck. And just randomly, like, I, I from the time that we left from seeing him, I mm. never even had a thought from him. Never thought about it, never dreamt, never did anything. And then all of a sudden, I dreamt about him. He was talking to me. And, yeah. I just feel like from that, it's just a different way. Because you know how you're leaving? Because I truly believe, like, your soul, when you leave from your physical form from this earth, there's a process that it goes through. It's traveling through another dimension of where either you choose to go to that other dimension and live the afterlife, I guess you could say, or you could either get stuck as a ghost in this world but you don't have your physical form anymore and so the best way that those souls could reach out to people from this world is through the dreams Mm. to give like their last message or their last goodbye so that's why like religiously or even culturally spiritually um it doesn't have to be religious like i know for um asian cultures like buddhism or like people who believe it like as a religion um they always say it's important you have to go to temple and pray like to like and do like this whole prayer for the for your loved ones that has passed because if not they could get stuck and it helps them guide towards like the actual like afterlife like to the next world for them to move on because if not they'll get stuck in the process and they could either be ghosts in this world and they won't fully uh, move on to the next one because they don't want to let go you know and they could just be stuck here and choose the wrong decision to just stay here and just stay as mm. ghosts you know what's crazy you is know? uh my grandpa um the one that so my grandpa and my grandma both my dad's parents used to live with us and my grandpa he got really sick he had a history of parkinson's disease and alzheimer's and it got to the point where he had like a stroke and it was like yeah like you know he he he's on life support and you know he's not really fully capable of like you know like living on his own Mm -hmm. unassisted 
so you know we kind of like they gave my dad that choice like you know do you want to pull the plug do you want them to be put on life support like well, you guys got to make that decision mm. so you know out of all my uncles and aunts like everyone had their opinions like oh yeah that and my dad ultimately had his power of uh, attorney power attorney because my grandpa and my grandma lived with us yeah so it came down to my dad he decided to pull the plug and when they pulled the plug he my grandpa you know my parents and like you know all my uncles and aunts would go visit him at the hospital like every day you know to you know see if he was still going on like what's going on um, they were all around him and they like fully expected him to like pass away but he just he just wouldn't pass away it was like two days in and then the doctor's like this is starting to get kind of cruel because we took him off life support but he's just not giving up he's still fighting he's not he's not giving up because he doesn't want to give up yeah and at some point uh, they in Catholicism there's like that they call it the last rites they send like a priest who's like the person who's like agonizing it's like this person is a hundred percent, you know, going with God. So they go and give him like one, like final service, and they put like this oil on the person. Um, there's like he's he's there's nothing we can do for him. Like you know, it's kind of like how you know in war they have like those priests that go out and they try to like bless like yeah you know, that's right yeah. Um, they put a cross to like my grandpa. They put it like they they give him like a cross in his hand, and then he like started gripping it. Fuck. And so then they're like fuck. So then he's like, no, nah, I'll put him on life support. Then from that point on, my grandpa still lived another three years under in a coma under my mom's care. Yeah, oh well, fuck. not even a coma; it was a vegetated state. He was like locked in, and so that's where a lot of my views on like afterlife, a lot of it was shaped in that critical three years where I would see my grandpa. He would talk to him. He wouldn't respond, and. It was like, but he's is, he's he's his, getting it. Is yeah. his soul in this trapped body yeah. where your mouth is always dry? You're getting fed through a tube to your stomach, so you don't taste anything. Mm-hmm. You're you can only shit yourself. Like, uh, is my grandpa in there? Is he suffering? Like, so there I had a lot of like mixed like, fuck, like you know what? Maybe he's already dead, but he's just body's just moving. Mm. But, so, you know, like, the the interactions were super minimal because my grandpa would just, it was just, like, bodily, like, uh, uh, you know, like, making noises like that. But mm. it wasn't, like, communicating. But, uh. yeah, I mean, he, he kept going for, like, a long while after that. But uh, for me, it was, like, it was hard for me to say, like, you know what, like, my grandpa passed away when he had a stroke and his men his brain his power of consciousness in his brain like the lights might have gone out years ago the lights might have gone on years ago he my grandpa might not be in there he might be gone it's just his heart his mechanical functions of his body are just mm. still moving it's like a it's like a tesla with nobody in it it's like reflex it's just, because yeah. that's what happened to um when Amy's mom, she was in a coma because she had stage four cancer and I was in a hospital with her. Um, they were going back and forth about two, but they ended up deciding to pull the plug and she went. But there'll be times like when they give her something, she'll automatically grip 
and they said that that's like a muscle reflex. Mm-hmm. Like if you put pressure on this, even though you're in a vegetative that state, it would just yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it would just grip. Yeah. You know, as an automatic response. So that's like a hard thing to say but it's another thing if he's like making noises she wasn't making noises at all like she was just out but you know, but certain, I, it, it's a hard you know it's there's it, certain it's, speech sounds that are, are instinctive though yeah they're not say for example, higher i guess intelligence what, say. what used to yeah. throw me off about my grandpa is he still had his gag reflex and like he would get phlegm so he's trying to breathe but then the phlegm would get stuck in his like throat and he would like cough like ah, ah, ah. and for a moment it would trick me sometimes and thinking like oh shit like he's gonna talk he's like trying to get this shit out like he's mm. going through something you know mm. and then it, again it was just like that conflicting like shit like yeah what oh, is he feeling reflex, is yeah. he feeling this like what's going on but that confusion led me to believe that uh everybody decides their own destiny with regards to like afterlife i feel like whatever you believe and if everything that you see and you think is like a product of your environment and circumstances and all this stuff the same thing should be said about you know afterlife because um i feel like if you truly believe truly truly believe like oh there's a heaven Mm -hmm. christian heaven Mm -hmm. and you know you live that and in your heart that's the last thing breath of consciousness you have in this world yeah that's, that's the last thought like i'm going to heaven and you truly believe it's going to happen yeah yeah there's no that's how you go out that, that's that, how you go out and yeah, exactly. if you're like in denial or you're like don't know or you know you've done something fucked up you're like i'm going to hell i know i'm going to hell and that's how you you're dying you're like i'm fucking going to hell yeah damn so, i mean even some people don't even believe in heaven and hell it's just well for me at least i believe it is just another world you just go into another world. Another dimension. Another dimension, yeah. Like, I don't think, like, oh, bad people go here, good people go there. I just think it's just another dimension. Like, another... Yeah. Like, my dreams. Like, those are all different dimensions. Like, I see myself acting this out with other people that I've never seen in my mm-hmm. life before in these different circumstances. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, you I, know? I think I used to really entertain the idea of reincarnation mm-hmm. as a... Like, that'd be a cool, that'd be a cool, if that's what, how the universe and life and all our collective experiences pan out. It's mm-hmm. like, we were meant to be reincarnated to see life in the eyes of everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. at one point, I'm going to be reborn into George. If you choose. Point, yeah. Oh, or, yeah, that'd be You cool. know, like, uh, I remember there was a school of thought, it was just like a theory. Somebody said that, like, God and few, we have... It was, it was kind of a stretch to link, like, moments of deja vu where you're like, I feel like I've done this. Mm. Or sometimes, like, I've had, in my life, uh, a few, few occasions where I'm like, I felt like I've seen that happen, like, from somebody else's perspective. Like, I've seen shit happen from, like, other people's perspective. Mm. Like, in dreams or, like... Yeah. Uh, sometimes, like, I think about the ability of us to kind of, like, Fill in faces like you see somebody walking down the street and you don't you can't remember his exact details unless you have that photogenic memory but it's just somebody just carelessly mm-hmm. and then later on you try to remember back that moment and you automatically assign a face to that mm-hmm. person you're not necessarily right that's just how you like perceive or remember that we have the ability to make that up 
And so, you know, our reality is constructed around the people that we know and the people around us that are real. Like, this person is real because I've seen them. I can go talk to them. Mm -hmm. But then you start thinking about all the people on the other side of the world Mm -hmm. that there's millions and millions and millions and millions of people, billions of people, and they each have a face, but they don't exist until you see them in person. Yeah. Because, like, such and such person can exist, any number of names, any number of faces. But it's kind of like it's kind of like data in a computer where it's like you have the potential to create so many characters out of all of these features and stuff. But it's like the reality is just being constructed. Like, as you take one step forward, you can see one new person. And, like, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I it's mean, definitely interesting. The, I see life as a video game sometimes. Yeah, yeah me too. For real, it's me too. Yeah. Like assimilation. Yeah. Like when for I'm doing sure. exercise, I'm like, all right, I'm gaining my XP points in strength. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like that, especially in the Tesla. I'm like, this fucking experience is giving me a glimpse in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You know, artificial I, intelligence. I have a story about dreams, but it's not necessarily about someone passing away. It's about somebody coming to life. Oh, okay. Um, My dad, before he found out my sister was pregnant, was telling me that he had a reoccurring dream of this little girl coming to visit him at work. Wow. Just like running around the store. And he's like, it's really freaking me out. He's like, have you ever had dreams like that where they just like, it's the same one? Uh I'm like, no, not really. I don't really have reoccurring dreams. He's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And sure enough, like a month later, we found out that my sister was pregnant. We didn't know if it was a girl or a boy yet. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, but sure it enough, it was a girl. girl. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kinda, was trippy. It's kind of like my dad with uh, Peter and Ceci. Really? Yeah. Him too? Yeah, so Peter was telling us that. The story goes, as far as I know it, maybe you guys heard it differently. Uh, my parents went to visit Peter and them when his grandma was like really sick. And at that point in time, Peter and Ceci knew that they were pregnant and saying they didn't know it was a boy or a girl. But my dad went up to them, and they were, like, married for, like, a year or two at this point, right? Mm-hmm. My dad's like, hey, like, I had a dream about you guys, that you guys had a boy. <laughs> fuck. And, like, like, the fuck? Uh, and, yeah, sure enough. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. I guess the grandpas know, the men <laughs> know, and the family knows. It's, uh, it's the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. It's it down so that crazy. lineage. I find it trippy that... Uh, my grandma passed away after, you know, she was 94, 95. Damn. And within a year, uh, Vicky was ready to have Delilah. The circle and of life. your grandma passed away at a nice ripe age of 90. No, I think it was like 85, 86. When did she pass away again? What month was it? It was... November, right? It was... Around Thanksgiving time. Yeah. That was when they the knew. That was when Ceci knew she was pregnant a week before that, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Right around that time, Ceci and <clears throat> It's like the the ancestors, the people who like paved the way for us are like, they're coming back in like new, new life. Like, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe not necessarily in that way. Like that, that spirit goes directly to, to another spirit. Oh yeah, I believe that. Not I mean. I didn't have anyone in my family pass away when yeah. Layla was born. But uh, the like, I tell I tell uh, my story about my grandma mm-hmm. when she passed, that her spirit 
is not just gone. Like, oh, okay, she's she's gone from this world. And she gave a piece of her to all of the interactions that she's had with us, with me, with talking, the memories that I have, the messages, the things we'll talk about, the experiences I've had with her. Like, they shape me, who I am now and who I will be in the future. And it shapes how I interact with other people. It shapes how uh, our kids, how I'm going to, we're going to teach them and grow with them. And that energy that she applied to me by us experiencing life together, that spirit continues on even into the future. Mm. And even though there's no specific, like, oh, yeah, it's this specific thing because, um, because my grandma existed, now it's because this thing. It's like, no, it's an overall changing experience of her spirit to the future. Like, even now, using her as an example to explain, like, to someone about, like, oh, their, someone of their passing. And then I ex- try to explain the, uh, the way I see my grandma and her spirit and yeah. the, f- the effect that she has on me. Like, it's still, she's still with us. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we can't really see it, like, r- physically. Oh, but, it. yeah, feel it. Um, I actually had a dream about your grandma too. I told you about it, but when I dreamt about her, it was uh, the day before we had her memorial. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, it was the day before we this had will, her. This will be the last one because yeah, I'm, I'm also yeah. It would be. It was the day before her memorial, and I remember we were sleeping in the living room of Vero and Kathy's house, and um, we were sleeping on the couch and I had a dream about like in the middle of the night mittens was in the house running around and she went into your grandma's room. Um, the door was open. I remember. And then your grandma was like, like <laughs> get her out of here. Cause she went underneath the bed, like straight underneath scurrying. the bed. Yeah. And I woke up and I was like, and I, and I asked Vero and I was like, oh, dream about your grandma. Like she didn't like, does she not like cats in the room? <laughs> like, cause I didn't really talk to her as much and I wish, like I did talk to her and she was really nice, but you know, it's just the language barrier. And she also reminds me and pushed me to like, you know, exercise Spanish more, um, for sure. But, uh, she was like, oh yeah, sometimes she wouldn't want the cats in there, you know, in the room and, <laughs> and all that. I'm like, oh, okay. I had a dream about mittens being there, <laughs> running in the room yeah. and she, she, shoot her out because they have cats too like they have like two little cats in their house so um that was a dream about her that i had okay all right so thank you guys for this experience jennifer's back's hurting i can't i can't sit for too long yeah (laughs) i have to be walking around or standing or something (laughs) you need to crack my back after this (laughs) All right. Well, I know me and Caesar have been working on this, on doing a a podcast. We did one um, at your house, yes, w- right. just on the phone. But yeah. I always pictured this with the microphone, sitting stuff. down. Yeah. Yeah. It's an experience. I wish I talked more. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm saying uh, <laughs> we learn from our uh, experiences and our quote unquote mistakes so uh, mm-hmm. I, I have no regrets and, there you uh, go just gotta say <laughs> sure. uh, i tell george and tracy this every time i see them but i think they're 
my favorite couple, and I Aww. love I love Aww. the way you guys continue to make each other happy and better people. And thank you guys for having us in your home. For sure. Beautiful, beautiful home in Woodland, California. <laughs> <laughs> the address away. The, the, the home of Mutens Incorporated. Mutens Productions. <laughs> Production. Oh, yeah. yeah, I uh, I really like you guys. Yeah, so. you guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you. Jennifer, uh, it's so nice, like, actually, like talking to you like this, too, because yeah. we haven't really had that chance at to interact, yeah. Yeah, the baby shower. So, yeah, and shower. yeah, you're a really cool person, too. No, I think you guys are awesome, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, peace. Love. Bye. <laughs>